Oh, hello, listeners. I didn't see you there. You know, here at God Awful Movies, we love to suffer for your entertainment. We love it so much that every month we record a whole extra episode for our patrons, breaking down the very worst that secular cinema has to offer. And in this season of giving, we thought we'd share one of those special episodes with all our listeners so they could take a few hours off from dreading the family shit that they've got to do next week. So without further ado, please enjoy this special bonus edition of God Awful Movies where we break down one of the shittiest sci-fi films ever to be forced out of Hollywood's birth canal. Now, if you'll excuse me, that's not a fireplace going, that's my bong. Happy Holidays. Yeah, so they have to ride out the lava flows. We cut now to 16 hours later. We're supposed to believe that after having been awake now for whatever, (laughs) 34 hours, she just spent 16 hours like hauling ass through tubes, cutting right, cutting left. I wanted them to still be yelling, but like all tired, like, ah, and then 16 hours later, (laughs) ah, it's been a while. Uh, uh, I'm still going. Uh, God awful movies. 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 Welcome back to the Gamcast Patreon-only bonus episode where each month we sample another selection from Secular Cinema because Heath said he had too much time on his hands this month and really needed to do something with it. Sharknado was shorter. Yep, yep. (laughs) I'm your host, No Illusions, and sitting 700 miles to my immediate left is that good friend of mine, Heath Enright. Heath, welcome back. Thanks, Noah. So, uh, you know what doesn't matter? (laughs) What's that? Good actors. They mean nothing. <laughs> nothing. I just watched Delroy Lindo and Hillary Swank, two-time Academy Award-winning Hillary Swank. <laughs> yep. Stanley fucking Tucci does not matter. Does nope. not matter. <laughs> Doesn't fucking matter. And sitting 900 miles to my north, he's speaking of not mattering, is but I oh, know that's sad. That's, that's too mean. I got to take that back. But my bad friend Eli Bosnick's over there. Eli, how are you this fine afternoon, sir? I was doing okay, and then someone said it didn't matter. Oh, yeah, no, so. I, but he unsaid it. He unsaid <laughs> this it. This is we how watched feels. the core. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to hear what we watched? <laughs> we did. Why the fuck did we do that? Yep, we watched the core. It's the story of a movie about outer space that had to get changed at the last minute. The director was like, fuck, all right, uh, Adventures of Pluto Nash just came out, and that is... Way better than our movie about space. <laughs> we got to change it. So upside down. So inner. They made yeah. They made an upside inner down out of space go. movie. It's the yeah. opposite. You got inner it. Earth. That's what they did. Yeah. The core. All right. So Eli, how bad was this movie? Well, well. Go ahead. <laughs> if you love feeding all disaster slash space movies into a supercomputer to see what comes out, <laughs> you will love this movie. <laughs> this is genuinely every disaster and space and ship and underground movie combined, right? Like there is no moment that this movie misses. Yeah, right. No, it's nope. just it's a series of uninspired genre cut together, right? It's a submarine movie for a minute, and then it's a disaster movie for a minute, and then it's a space movie, and then, oh, no, it's going to be a different disaster movie for a minute. It's, yeah. 
You know what Sharknado's about? Sharks. It stays on fucking point. Sharks. <laughs> right there for you. 63 on, minutes people. long. Focus. Yeah, Focus right. in. Yeah, that's the worst thing about this fucking movie. It was like two hours and 15 minutes. I am convinced that the listeners, the patrons, when they go in to vote, they check and see which has the longest running time because they hate <laughs> us that much. That's what it is. And it's it's not boring the way most of our movies are, right? Like most of our movies are bad because they're bad and they're not fun to watch. And I'm checking the time because I'm just watching Kirk Cameron trying to emote. But this movie was always interesting and somehow never over. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, I don't. I wouldn't say. I mean, interesting Absolutely. compared to a Kirk Cameron movie. <laughs> I was plugged in. My standards have been. I was absolutely plugged in, but for seemingly 12 hours. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this movie went on for. We were saying before the record, there were several times where I was watching this movie and I paused it to see how much was left. And I was like, huh, it's a whole movie. Like, Sharknado is left. Yep. <laughs> did I? Did I accidentally download, like, the core and the core two and <laughs> yeah, the director's the cut of each <laughs> as directed by Peter fucking Jackson. All right. So before we get to the best worst proper, I should mention for those who don't know that this is largely regarded as possibly the best worst science in the history of film. Right. There are whole classes that are taught on how bad the science is in this movie. <laughs> this the yeah. science in this movie is so bad that Eli did the notes first and already there were man these physics don't add up at all notes <laughs> when I got here. And the the amazing thing about the script of this movie is you can hear the scriptwriters giving up on science, right? <laughs> Early in the movie they're like, "Well, you know, magnetic waves can often uh, hot by the end of it, they're just like, now they're inside a giant diamond, but it's covered in carbon, so that's why there's air in there. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that's a plot point. Sorry, so excluding the science, um, is there anything you guys want to nominate this one for being the best at being the worst at? Yeah, I'm going to go with best worst antagonist, which is numbers that <laughs> that go up. Like 90% of this movie is people yelling out numbers that are going up, which we vaguely understand is bad, but we don't know why, because they're just yelling numbers. You guys want to try it? Ready? So, okay. Um, 250. 316. Oh, two, 712. And God, and on scene. It. That's the movie. That <laughs> and you, this movie, the characters will never do anything where it's been established what they're supposed to do. Not once in the whole movie will someone be like, I've got to get to the reactor. We just see them walking through a hallway and I'm like, I wonder where that guy's going. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. It's all these numbers with no thresholds, right? Like if they ever said and made it very clear that, wow, if this number ever gets to 14, you know, if we get to 88 miles per hour, we'll go, you know, backwards through time or something. But they never give you a threshold that's just like, wow, that's even higher. Than no. the last one, and you seemed concerned by that that's a, one. It's a good deal of knots that you're going. I don't fucking know. <laughs> right. All right. I was going to go the whole way. Best worst precept. Ooh. Okay. This movie is about a <laughs> ship that drills through the earth, and movies are a visual medium. <laughs> well, this what, one's a digital a medium. That was well, <laughs> but but this numbers. I mean, look, this is a thing that would look like nothing, right? As seen from outside, this would be darkness, right? But And they never really solve that problem. We're, we're looking at nothing. We're getting the outside shots of nothing constantly. 
All the time. <laughs> All the time. All right. I, sort of a follow-up to Noah's best worst graphics for a mainstream oh, movie. Oh, God. They, they were not ready yet. Like you see early, you play one of the early Final Fantasies and you're just like, ah, oh, man, 20 years, this game, they wouldn't <laughs> nail. That's this, but with there are birdemic levels of pigeon in this movie. We'll get to it. It's just like, it's the opposite of sunshine. It's just like too little graphics, too much script. Oh, all right. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm getting a pedantry headache just thinking about this movie. So we're going to give ourselves a quick break. And when we come back, we'll dive into all the warped physics of... The core. Hey, fellas, 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 fellas. Come on in, come on in, come on in. Hi, Mr. Stevenson. Please, please. <laughs> Call me Rick. Cool. Cool. Yeah, so you boys are writing the new disaster movie for us, huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, about that, we just had... Yeah, a... I, we were supposed to get a rundown and we didn't. What? No, of course you did, of course you did, of course you did. Let me check, let me check, let me check, let me check. There it is, got it right here. Here it is, there it is, right there. This right here? Mm-hmm. This, this just says disaster movie, space movie stuff. That, that's yep. all disaster it Disaster movie, space movie stuff. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I'm sorry, sir. You can't just name... Guys, boys, uh, let me explain something to you, okay? It is 2003. The patriotism and the fireman dick sucking is over, guys. All we got left from 9-11 is fear. We just sent the bottom 10% of our high school class over to the wrong fucking desert and everybody, I mean fucking everybody knows it. All people want to do is sit back, watch landmarks explode, and watch the world get saved by a series of safe, post-1980s stereotypes. You think you can manage that long enough for us to forget the troubles of this country for a goddamn second? I mean, uh, we're going to at least need two hours worth of movie. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Two-hour movie. Go for it. Cool. 2003. Done. Can I uh, lick the inside of your nose? <laughs> and we're back for the breakdown and we're going to start off trying to say no seriously this is a big time movie in every possible way <laughs> right like giant stone letters for who directed it music that is just a series of never ending codas we might as well switch over to like a blank screen that just has the movie's budget on it like come on <laughs> Tried as hard as we could. With the movie's W-2? Yep. <laughs> Get comfortable. You're going to be here for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we start off, of course, looking at the core of the Earth. Yeah, that's exciting. I always wondered what liquid iron and nickel looked like. And uh, orange. They, it's orange. Yes. They look yellowy kinda... orange. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, if you're a fan of Orange, you're going to love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> right. And this is like eventually going to be kind of the bad guy, right? Like we're going to have to fight <laughs> against this. Yep. And, you know, kaleidoscopes aren't scary. That's what nope. we're watching. You can't pop scare us with the evil kaleidoscope bad guy, but they will keep trying to do that throughout no, but this movie. Yeah, I mean, the music is absolutely certain. We're looking at, like, the Earth catching fire at the beginning of Armageddon. They're like, ah, this is the Earth on fire, too, huh? Huh? <laughs> if you told me that this movie is Armageddon's little brother, <laughs> I'd be like, oh, okay. So it just came out. All the teachers it's were like, I liked Armageddon so much. Are you <laughs> like Armageddon? I was like, no, I'm long. I'm really long. 
Do you like Bruce Willis? I got Aaron Eckhart. Maybe you've heard of him. You haven't. I bet you recognize his face, though. I yeah, brought a you'll picture. see. Huh? <laughs> he was two yeah. face. Remember two yeah. face? I mean, not yet. So okay. right now, yeah. no. <laughs> All right. So then we we move from the core of Earth to Green World Day in Boston, and I wrote like couldn't get the rights to Earth Day. I, <laughs> is that a thing? Anyway, okay, so we we go to this dude, and his watch has stopped. Apparently, it's ten o'clock thirty, <laughs> and his watch stopped exactly when he was looking at it, which that was convenient for the yeah, movie. Right, they get like three things wrong scientifically. With guy looks at his watch, <laughs> <laughs> but him and two other people, they're about to walk into the big meeting, right? Yeah, and he literally says before he walks in, let's go make $20 million. Yeah. <laughs> He's the worst. This guy brags to prostitutes about his sales numbers when he's a prostitute. <laughs> I hate him already. Yo, my quota. Yo, my quota. But then he dies, he which just, is great. Yeah, he dies uh, right before he makes the $20 million. Outside, people are just dropping dead left and right. We get this long pan of people dropping dead and other people screaming one after the other. And I'm the only one who thought it was the rapture and that we were watching the wrong movie. It's fine. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I used <laughs> to a certain pattern before, in our films. So. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> By the way, little side note, I did some Googling about this movie. Apparently, this caused like a major panic in the U.S. of people who had pacemakers that were like, well, if there's ever a solar flare, I'll die. And their doctor having to be like, what? Yeah. No. <laughs> Dumb fuck. Yeah, no, we'll get to that. We're going to get to how scientifically accurate that scene is when they reveal the the killer. Uh, yeah. But first, we have to cut to Aaron Eckhart, professor of sound waves. Give it a big lecture. Just a normal college professor with Backstreet Boys hair. Yeah, and a trombone. <laughs> yeah, he's given a lecture about how sound waves move differently through different Types of rock, which it's almost like they're trying to tell us as an audience, look, we get that they wouldn't be able to use radios inside the earth. It's just a vehicle. But we're telling you the science now, though. <laughs> <laughs> and then the government comes because they need his help. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, right. A yeah. couple men in black show up. Yeah. And they're like, OK, are you Dr. Joshua Keys, the world's number one? Trumpet physicist. <laughs> and he's like, maybe. And they're like, dude, you're holding a, a trumpet in front of a it's physics class. So they're like, uh, so I know you're playing your trumpet at some rocks, but we need your help. Yes. The national security <laughs> thing. We're being detained. Yeah, sure. Come on. No, I, sure. If you want, can I bring my trumpet? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> we have this, one for you. Where you're going. <laughs> a government. This scene, trumpet. this scene looks like, like, it looks like it'd be a fun game, though. Like, we should just show up places in black suits with black overcoats and, like, see what we can get people to do. We like, if you take it seriously. 100%. If Noah has to play a wacky scientist who we brought with us, but otherwise we can totally get around with this. Yeah. <laughs> you and me are the agents and Noah's in the background going, the calibrator, it's off the chance. <laughs> we got it. We'll get people sucking oh. dicks. We could get I people feel into like that's anywhere. kidnapping. <laughs> we'll talk to Andrew. We'll bring it up. Well, if All they right. agree to it, I don't know. <laughs> two votes outvoted. 
All right, that's why Andrew is always. Part it's not of kidnapping if you of... trick him. That's that's a rule. <laughs> I feel like it is. I've said that to Andrew before. He's, he's, <laughs> he's a negative Nancy about it. All right. Well, that's how we'll formulate the question, though. We'll just ask him straight up, Andrew. Is it kidnapping if you trick him? Um, and, okay. And then we and then we kidnap Andrew, no matter what he says. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> now that would be ironic, though. That would be fun. Okay. So they take Aaron Eckhart to Washington D.C., where he meets up with his buddy Serge, and they usher him into a warehouse full of corpses. <laughs> and the banter here is so. Again, the writers of this movie are trying to humanize their characters, like you do at the beginning of a big bunch of people cast movie. Except they don't know how to do it, nope. so they're just like slightly too obvious, right? Like a kid who wants to do a magic trick for you and you're not buying in. It's just like, you know me, I am married to my work, which makes my wife my mistress. I, f I fuck my term papers. What? That's, that's not my line. <laughs> right. And, they're, and the government's doing a prank on them with corpses. I feel like that's what happened, right? Yeah. They like walk them for no reason into this room full of corpses. And the guys are just like, all right, we're, I guess we're doing science here or something. What's this room full of cots with mounds and blankets over them? I'm just going to sit down on one of them. <laughs> fuck, is that a corpse on this <laughs> cot under this blanket? What the fuck? And then, like, there's a general standing there, like, ready to talk to them after that happened. So they, <laughs> well, like, right, plan yes. that. Like, all right, so shut up, shut up, shut up. When they come in, we're going to let them sit on a corpse before we do anything. We're gonna, like, <laughs> change the power dynamic on them. Really? The power dynamic? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what, if, what if they get too close to the kids before we do it? Don't be that guy. They're going to get an adult. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. And the general shows up and he says, like, uh, uh, needless to say, everything from here on uh, that we talk about is classified, you know, so that <laughs> well, we know it's also also the, the room of dead people that you're in now. So like, but starting <laughs> before that, they go classified then starting the whole thing. <laughs> Because also, you can't talk about the guys who came and got you or the helicopter ride. Just don't give this day we a We probably wash. should have told you None that of, earlier. Okay. All right. So, but they're, <laughs> the government is worried because all these people in Boston died and they need to know if it was a weapon. And Aaron Eckhart figures out within seconds that it must have been that all of these people had pacemakers. Uh, and, of course, if your pacemaker fails, you instantly die. Yep, you get raptured in this movie. In this, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the pacemaker is the only thing that keeps your heart going once you have one of those. There is no question that two guys sat in a writer's room and one guy was like, a pacemaker is like a fake heart, right? That they put in you. And the other guy was like, yes, yep. I think. Because it makes paces. <laughs> it makes you pace around. I without knew, it, you would be dead. Yeah, knew the I word know. you said. Yep. We agree. My aunt's husband has one, and he died. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So they're like, was this some kind of enemy terrorist pacemaker weapon? And they're like, no. And it definitely wouldn't have been uh, that. And they're like, okay, you can go. You're not in the movie anymore. Hold on. And Were all the dead people made of limestone could be a terrorist trumpet <laughs> attack? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, it's pacemakers. Not a weapon, though. Okay. Well, I love how dismissive the general is. He's like, uh, not pacemaker exclusive terrorists. And he's like, no. And he's like, all right, get the fuck right. out of here. It's like, leave. Right. Do you want to go over some <laughs> other stuff? Nope. Get out. Okay. 
Just last thing, did you have a non-corpse room to ask us this one fucking question, <laughs> asshole? No. In fact, based on the logic of this like- movie, I wheeled all of these corpses in here because this isn't a medical <laughs> facility. This was all set up for you. This was ju- all power dynamic. Nailed People it. are looking for their loved ones right you now because I wanted to do this. this. <laughs> but Aaron Eckhart is pissed. He's like, God damn it, I'm first build. I'll be damned to hell if I'm going to walk out of this movie at this point. So we cut over to Trafalgar Square for what can only be described as a pigeon apocalypse. <laughs> what? Yep. How? A bunch of pigeons are just. Dying, and I was like, a flock of old birds with pacemakers? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> so <Okay. weird. laughs> What do the people who made this movie think <laughs> pigeons are made of? Concrete. Uh, Absolutely. Because they can break windows, they can break bulletproof glass, they can fucking knock over buses. Faint. A pigeon, a pigeon, singular, yes. knocks over a double-decker bus in this it scene. <laughs> yep. There's pigeons <laughs> flying everywhere. Some of them are dying. And that part was one of my favorite visual moments because they're dying, like, at crazy angles. They're like, yes. somebody's job was throw these dead pigeons at walls and we're going to film the walls. <laughs> And that person got way too excited. So it's going like up at weird angles and he's like doing modern art with them. It's crazy. But what's happening is some of them are are dying like that, but some of them just became evil and like started started doing bad stuff to people, like attacking (laughs) human beings because of magnets. It's almost like that scene in Ghostbusters where they turn off the containment unit or whatever. Yes, absolutely. With pigeons. (laughs) Without question. And also, like, they're bad CG. Like, really, really bad. I had to check because I was like, do I forget, like, how good movie graphics were at this period? No, there were good movie graphics at this period in time. It's just like some, it was like me trying to jump into a split. Like, they were just like, I bet we can do this. Yeah. Oh, my, my ball sack ripped open. No. My ball sack ripped open. And the pigeons all look like gummy. Right. We'll, have Stan- we'll have Stanley Tucci do a monologue over that, but we'll still keep showing it. The, the birds at one point, I expected them to, like, pick up the bus and throw it at London Eye. <laughs> knock it over. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so Pigeon Pocalypse is over, and then we cut back to Aaron Eckhart. He's watching news about the Pigeon Riot um, on on his computer, and apparently this isn't an isolated event. Pigeons are losing their shit all over the world. Yeah, he says there were actually violent bird swarms before multiple times, and we ignored it. It's it's like, really? The the first few coordinated bird attacks felt like a fluke? And you just let that go? Like, this was the line? Okay. Yeah, and okay, this is where they explain the science of the pigeon apocalypse. So apparently because the electromagnetic field around the Earth is fucked up, the pigeons don't know which way is north anymore. 
and therefore they fly into the nearest building they can find. <laughs> they throw a bus through a house window. <laughs> or, be, or they become a supervillain who doesn't know where North is. <laughs> they lose their moral compass <laughs> they, at the exactly. same time. <laughs> you know when your GPS, like you're out in the middle of the fuck where, and your GPS just doesn't have any idea where you are, so you kill everyone in your car. <laughs> so you take like, out a bus. <laughs> but it's okay. Aaron Eckhart's going to figure out what's going on with the brand spanking new intranet. <laughs> oh, my <Yeah>. God. <laughs> he tells yeah. the people in the room, he's like, I need you. This is, I'm not making this up to make this sound stupider than it really is. He tells these people he needs them to look up all the weird news. From the last two years. <laughs> yeah. Search the entire internet for weird stuff and get back to me. Good, good luck with that. Next hour, it's just whack-a-mole porn tabs on every computer they got. Fuck. Can you imagine jerking off to this, Mr. Eckhart? <laughs> yep. Also, while they're at it, he needs them to 3D model the entire world. Also. Yes. Yep. It's like, Siri, make me a 3D model of the world. Okay. <laughs> Are you watching the core? Stop it. You should stop. <laughs> Thank you, Siri. I also love the part at the end here where, like, after he gives all the, the uh, grad students their instructions, he goes, be wrong, be wrong. Because if it turns out this movie's about the Earth's core stopping, it's pretty much going to end my career. I <laughs> <laughs> thought I was a movie material. <laughs> He also, at one point here, asks for all those kids from non-linear diff class. <laughs> so it's like they're at a, he wants his, his physics and math students, I guess, because this will not involve linear differential equations. <laughs> like these will be non-linear. Like I wanted a kid to walk in, like, "Hi, I'm Kevin from the linear diff EQs class. Get the fuck out!" <laughs> Non-linear. your mother. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now, we get, oh, now we're going to go check in on the space shuttle and meet Hillary Space Swank. Oh, um, and Hillary Swank is rocking her uh, short hair, which she does in between good movies. She always does like a, <laughs> she'll do a, a, a bad movie and she sh cuts her hair short. It's like how David Blaine gets real fat. When he's not doing a special, <laughs> does it's great. Yeah, he gets Inside like Italian dad jokes. fat. Check oh, him out. So it's the best. Fat David Blaine's got to be adorable. It's <laughs> really great. He looks like he's gonna make you a pizza, <laughs> <laughs> and then like shove it through your hand <laughs> through his through yeah. his eyeball. <laughs> All right, so the space shuttle's heading back to Earth, but before it can, Hillary Swank and her boss, the 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 space shuttle captain have to have an argument over which one of them gets to land the shuttle this time because that's yeah. how they figure it out they rock paper scissors uh, on the way down she's like let me uh, let me land it and he's like <laughs> women can't land space shuttles <laughs> uterus calm the fuck down you've gone hysterical uterus. i wanted a bird to jump out of her coffee and crash the space shuttle so bad <laughs> Oh, I wanted a swarm to attack the shuttle. Just a whole oh, big swarm of pigeons. In space. Yeah. <laughs> space <helmets>. pigeon. 
Yeah, so the okay, but she's too young and spunky, so she doesn't get to push the button that says land. That's literally how you land the spaceship. You push the button that says land, and then later you push a button that says wheels. Um, and they but they joke around about it a little bit on the radio as they're you know uh, about to re-enter the Earth's atmosphere. They like to keep it loose there at NASA when they're doing yeah. that kind of stuff. That's uh, but unfortunately, there's a problem with their GPS systems. They're gonna they're they've overshot their landing field, and now they're gonna land in Los Angeles. I feel like you should have a larger margin of error than you know within a hundred miles of Los Angeles for well, your landing I'll tell spot. You, you know, Eli, they don't. Um, so they, they want to be able to go get it right away. I guess right. <laughs> Well, yeah. they have them hang out for a while. Pack yeah, some fucking actually, snacks. one of the things this movie gets wrong is that they have Los <laughs> Angeles too far away from the shuttle's landing place. It's only really 87 miles, let's say 137 or something like that. So now um, that's it's actually worse than huh. this movie makes it out to be. Also, by the way, uh, I've seen a few movies about space. They went through the Van Allen belt and that would have turned the entire shuttle into a tumor <laughs> <laughs> and everybody inside of it. So it's already stupid. So unrealistic all right so they're about to land in la and it's they don't have time to clear a freeway and she's like i've got an idea it's so crazy it just might work and the idea <laughs> is that they're gonna <laughs> land the space shuttle in that filthy concrete ditch that la is so weirdly proud of they cannot stop 1980 to 2010 la could not have an action movie where someone didn't end up in that weird ditch. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Terminator 2. I was just like, all of them. They're, everyone ends up in that ditch <laughs> that one in an too. explosion. Yeah, that's, that's the list. The core in Terminator 2. So the they just opened movies. a studio there. They were like, ditch studios. We're going to fucking crush this. They're great salesman. <laughs> yeah, so they have to land the space shuttle in the in the little ditch. Nobody thinks that they can do it, but Hillary Swank has confidence. What they need is a big cushion of pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> the pigeons lifted up like a, like a Superman. Uh, no, but uh, but they do manage to land it safely, and they they stop just in time to not kill the one guy who didn't get off the scaffolding. Right, <laughs> and and then we see all the firemen and the cops showing up, and like I was sure the LAPD was going to be like, sir. The black one, please step out of the space shuttle. Please step out of the space Put shuttle your hands slowly. On the shuttle, sir. Just, just me, the one black astronaut. Yes, just you. You were looking aggressive just now. Pip, pip, pip. <laughs> Stop backing up towards me. Uh, <laughs> all right, now, but now we have to cut to the Academy of Sciences. Just in general, that's where Ken Ham got his degree. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> In science. All right. So this is okay. So Aaron Eckhart is here. He's trying to meet with world famous scientist Stanley <laughs> Tucci, the okay. rock star Lothario scientist who's just like fucking people and signing boobs. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> yes, a little bit that guy. This is what someone who Carl Sagan was mean to thinks Carl Sagan was like. Yes. Right? <laughs> yeah, uh, like, clearly. Some. Some guy took Carl Sagan's parking spot and he got out and he was like, billions and billions of people are smarter than you, jackass. And he drove away and he was like, stupid, rich, famous scientists. I bet they act just like Stanley Tucci's gonna on my movie. <laughs> Carl Sagan never said billions and billions. 
Um, yeah, and he now, said the word billions at some point. He said billions, but he didn't. Say and also, and most of yeah, billions. No, and he, and he said billions, and then he said and, and then he said billions at some later point again. Yes, no, you're right. Touche. Um, so, <laughs> and we should point out because we've already mentioned Stanley Tucci. We should point out his hairpiece. Okay, there is only one possible reason for this wig. <laughs> Stanley Tucci. What's Stan up? Stan the man. Super excited to be on set with you. Thank you, gentlemen. Wait. So, uh, a quick thing. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, the budget on this project is a little tight. So. A lot. lot yeah. Uh, it's a lot we tight. It's a lot tight. We needed a lot of pigeons and we didn't have real. Anyway, we had to cut back a teensy weensy bit on, uh, on hair and makeup. So, I mean,. How bad could that possibly be? Well, okay, so um, I'll explain. Um, so last year, uh, I went to Halloween as Beethoven, right? And this is what I have for you. <laughs> I mean, that explains it better than anything I came up with. You can right? see the glue. Like, you can see it. Oh, it's so fucking bad. <laughs> All right, but so, okay, so Aaron Eckhart shows up and he's got this folder and he's like, hey, famous scientists, read my research about the end of the world. And because these people have no idea about anything science, he's like, oh, yeah, no, I'll read your end of the world research. Random person who ran up on famous scientists to give him their research. <laughs> <laughs> A page of math that says the world is ending. Yep. Yeah, equals end of world. Yeah. <laughs> so, but but Stanley Tucci, as any famous scientist would, when a random person runs up uh, on them like that, uh, invites him over to his place so they can look over his research. And Aaron Eckhart starts explaining. He's like, hey, the core of the earth stopped spinning, which means, I mean, there's some pigeons and shit now, but the big disaster scenes won't be coming until late act one. <laughs> it's amazing. And I, I wrote in my notes as a joke, because Aaron Eckhart leaves. He's like, hey, you got to believe me. And Stanley Tucci's like, no, why am I in this movie? And there's, I wrote as a joke in my notes, time to unlock the super scientific files. And then he does. Yep. He literally like looks around, <laughs> boop, 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 opens the safe and, is, and has a big like, all right, the real science is in here, binder. Yes. <laughs> A literal folder of secrets. It just says <laughs> it's just secrets in secrets big red writing. <laughs> All right. So now we have to very quickly cut over to Hillary Swank at the Pentagon. Um, she knows the general guy from the corpse room earlier. They're old buddies. And she <laughs> wants to know what kind of trouble she's in for crashing the space shuttle. Right. But she's testing the waters. Like, I'm trying to find out if Noah's mad at me through Heath. This is, so are they mad I crashed the space shuttle? <laughs> I feel like you're mad I crashed the space shuttle. Can you just tell me? Um, well, okay, here's the thing. Uh, a lot of astronauts have not crashed our shuttle. Oh, and yeah. You are not one of those people in the group I just named. <laughs> I wish you'd just tell me you were mad. Uh, I don't want to say mad. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> All right, but quick, before they can get any further than that, he gets a call. He has to do important army shit. Stanley Tucci is calling him uh, to tell him there could be some trouble with that whole Earth's core not spinning thing that they did. Okay, let, let us help you out because 
The big reveal will be later in this movie, but Stanley Tucci is the reason the Earth's core stopped spinning. Yeah. And so this right. phone call is like, General, you remember the huh that we did with the huh huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is absolutely every time I've tried to draw Heath's attention to a fat person in an airport, the phone goes. <laughs> Heath, do you want to go? Do you want to check that out over there? What? No, our gated, no, just over there behind you. You might see an elephant. I'm buying a pretzel. <laughs> She was wearing sandals. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So meanwhile, Aaron and his buddy Serge are at a bar. uh, And they open this scene basically by saying like, hey, that gag with Stanley Tucci from two scenes ago. That was pretty funny, huh? Remember that? Yeah. I mean, they're (laughs) real scientists, down to earth scientists, you know, binge drinking like real scientists do. And I just wrote in my notes, (laughs) only accurate part of the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but he's pretty bummed about the fact that the world's going to end and we're all going to die. And just then, the MIBs show back up to bring him to a different thing. And he gives him a hard time again. And it's so amazing. He's like, okay, well, what if I um, play a riddle game? (laughs) I can shoot you in the fucking face. Make the toothpicks field goal around the nickel in two moves. No, no, I'm going to shoot you in the face. I'm from the FBI. And I mean, keep in mind that this is a character who's supposed to know that the world is going to end. He might have expected someone to come, right? This movie like constantly forgets that, oh, right, right. No, these people would know that the world continuing to exist is on the line, right? Okay. So they go to the big circle room at the Pentagon. Apparently, Hollywood just thinks that's what the Pentagon is, right? It's just a long series of (laughs) hallways with people working in very unadorned cubicles and circle rooms. They're in one of the circle rooms. And it's amazing. The guy's like, all right, can you put it super simply? And he's like, yeah, absolutely. Everyone is going to die. And the guy pauses and he's like, a uh, little less simply. Rain it in. Complicated a bit more. <laughs> we all die in one day. Okay, just blowjobs now that I have your attention. Let me get the science talk. All right. We cannot afford a blowjob gap. All right. So then he explains the dumbass precept of this movie, but in order to do that, he's going to need the visual aid of a peach isn't actually a peach. It's a different, I don't know what fruit it was, but it's not a fucking peach. I live in Georgia. I know peaches. So he needs a peach and a can of air freshener. Okay. That visualization (laughs) makes no fucking sense. Because the peach, he cuts it in half. It's got a skin. It's got the mushy part. It's got a pit. All right, you're talking about the air score. But then he just blows fire on it for a second. And he's like, that is what's going to happen. <laughs> yes. Huh? In All case, right. A, they couldn't understand strata without a visual aid, and B, they couldn't understand fire without a visual uh, aid. Okay, so you know round stuff? Yeah. <laughs> and you know fire? Uh, it's like this. You guys You're with me? You're starting to lose me. Hold I'm on. sorry, Hold you on. have lost me. Can Wait. you demonstrate this to me what? with what food is- and not food? <laughs> What is that fork? Can we live on the fork then? Because that didn't get burned. I'm confused by your your demo. Well, can we not live on the fork? I feel like I'm an asshole for asking because you're not answering. 
Oh, it's the best. And his his explanation of the layers is ridiculous too. He's yes. like, okay, so the core is tricky. It has two parts. Uh, <laughs> is it inner and outer? Is that the tricky thing you're describing? <laughs> it is well, the inner and the outer. Yes, yes it's the inner and outer. So you know two. You know, you know the number. I really need fu- a visual aid. I don't know why you're just blowing past my face. I will here. need two peaches will- right now. I, could Are you following let me? me? Borrow their testicles, please. <laughs> I need a flamethrower. And everyone, get your pants off. Stand in a row. Does All anyone right. have one ball that fits inside their other ball? Do we have extra forks to hold? It's not. I don't want to burn any, but okay. So we're not living on the fork is what you're saying. We're not. Okay. <laughs> we're not, no, that's not. Just imagine we're floating. We have to imagine. All right. So, and they're like, what, well, what will happen? And he's like, well, now that the earth's core has stopped spinning, we'll lose the electromagnetic field that surrounds the earth, which will cause airplanes to fall out of the sky. And there'll be cool looking lightning storms and shit. And he goes, and, and the generals are like, oh, you know, cool looking Lightning storms, that that sounds bad. Yeah, how do we fix it? And he says, it's impossible to fix. It would take like three full X. Like, like if we started now, it would take an hour and 47 <laughs> minutes of movement. <laughs> yeah, we just, we'd have to go to the core. We'd have to fix the core. And we just cannot get to the core. And then Stanley Tucci gives one of my favorite lines of the yes! whole thing. It's so good. L- l- listen for the best part, which is nothing. Ready? He goes, yes, but... Sorry, I, I want to do a big chair spinny thing. Uh, it's slowly. It, which lever makes it looser? Is it okay? I'm spinning. I'm spinning. Well, that's too. What loose. if we could get to the core? Oh, yeah. The cliffhanger moment of this scene is. But what if no? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. So it's time for another scientific inaccuracy. They head out to Utah to find a black guy. Bullshit. Delroy uh, Lindo. Oh, I love Delroy Lindo. Oh, I know who Delroy Lindo is. I did not Google him. I loved <laughs> his work. And come on, and Hasselbeck gone in sixty Hasselbeck seconds. Hasselbeck gone in sixty seconds. No, I made that up. So damn it. No, I didn't make it up. That's real. Double bluff. Oh, the triple bluff. <laughs> And his name, because they could not let Delroy <laughs> yes. Lindo have any fucking dignity. His name is Dr. Brazelton. <laughs> Brazelton, yes. All right. And and him and, and Stanley Tucci have a complicated past. Stanley Tucci stole his research, and that's how Stanley Tucci got so famous and rich. And Delroy Lindo's been pissy about it the whole time. But luckily, while he was being pissy about it, he was also... Creating a recreational Earth's core cruising vehicle. <laughs> yep. So they need his help. But he uh, he's a little reluctant at first. He's like, I'm a regular scientist now. I won't go back to that life of <laughs> yes. movie scientists. I don't want to. <laughs> but then he, he leads them over to his thing that uh, digs to the core of the Earth that he built in the desert by himself. Yeah. lasers <laughs> the core of the Earth away? It lasers, it vaporizes the rocks with science neutrons. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. High frequency lasers with resonance tube ultrasonics. (laughs) What? That's right. And I just, as soon as I saw this happen, I was like, why aren't, 
flat earthers doing this to prove us all wrong? Yeah, right. It'd be done. (laughs) Just shoot through the little cracker that we're on, make a hole. There you go. And of course, they also have to explain away not only how could they dig into the earth, but how could they survive when it's, you know, 9,000 degrees Fahrenheit down there. So he has to also demonstrate how he has a magic box that he can shoot lasers at that'll melt steel, but the mouse inside the box will stay alive. Yes, and that (laughs) box is made of unobtainium. Yep. (laughs) Unobtainium. Only one way that happened. I'm telling you, we just go with like, I don't know, CJX44. It'll be fine. Something like that. No, no, it needs a cool name like vibranium or adamantium or something. Something that people are going to remember. Right. But it's not easy. It's like super duper hard to find it. So Yeah, right. Something based on that, maybe. Hey, guys. Hey, fellas. How's it going? Oh, hey, hey, Rick. I didn't realize the studio was uh, sending anybody uh, down today to check up. Yeah, just, you know, checking in. See who needs to get fired. Just kidding. Oh, (laughs) but not really. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So what are you guys, uh, what are you guys working on? What you, uh, what you got there? What you working on? Just relax. Um, It's the scene where they uh, reveal how they get to the center of the earth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, got it. So hit me. I'm a writer. I write. What's the deal? You guys want some gum? You want some of my gum? Uh, No, but how many pieces are you chewing? 11. Yeah. It's like your mouth has another mouth inside of it. It's, it is very lot. much like that. So it's what's the holdup? What are we looking on? Let's, uh, let's do it. Let's well, do okay, it. So let's this, we're trying to come up with a name of that unobtainable metal, and it's tricky. Uh, unobtainium. If, uh, sorry, what? Did you? There it is. Unobtainium. Name it. Sounds fucking cool. Bing, bang, boom. What's next? What are we doing next? <laughs> Rick, we can't uh, call the thing. Look, in you our fucking call it fucking obtainium or you're all fired. Ha, <laughs> uh, ha. Yeah, I'm just kidding with you. I'm just okay. kidding. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not kidding. I need you to call it Obtanium. Uh, okay. Unobtanium uh, it is. There we go. There we go. You guys want some gum? Would it result in you having less? No, it great. would not. Then no. I mean, I'll have some. <laughs> Okay, That's so no, but here's the thing. <laughs> There's actually like sort of a, a, a precedent for the use of unobtainium in science fiction. So a lot of times when good science sci-fi authors need to make up bullshit, right? Like even in good science sci-fi, like in uh, in The Martian, right? They got the most of the science pretty right in that, but he had to make up the hab canvas because he just needed some magical sciency thing that didn't exist in the world. And so oftentimes sci-fi authors would call it unobtainium. But in if in your movie every single thing is unobtainium, you can't call one of those things unobtainium. It's fucking stupid. It's MacGuffium. Just shut up. It's <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he shows him his laser and his box that blocks it made of unobtainium. And he shows him... He, like they're like, all right, well, let's check out your lab. And he starts showing him around his lab and showing off stuff. And he's like, I'm working on a prototype for the uh, the cockpit right here. Um, right now, I was thinking like an area like this. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think? Yeah, no, that's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah, we'll an area right away. That makes sense because you need people there. Yeah, and they're like, what would it take to make this, you know, feasible by the middle of Act Two? And he's like, fifty billion dollars. And they're like, okay, yeah, no. 
It's like this movie. We have way more money than we need. <laughs> right. So they're like, okay, well, um, we need it like right away. Like the earth is going to end. Like the war- life on earth is going to end. We need, we need it in three months. And uh, Delroy Lindo's like, well, no, it'll take 10 years. And I wanted so badly for another like, or will it? <laughs> just Stanley it's just how just all does this that it. Yeah. he brought the chair and spins in what well, there we go nailed it this time hey Delroy Lind- right. sorry Dr. Brazelton other Brazelton. silly name so- <laughs> alright so now that we've got Delroy Lindo it's time to round up the rest of the team starting with supercomputer nerd kid who serves no noticeable function in this movie um, you mean aside from looking exactly like a ventriloquist dummy? Because that's important to some of us, Noah. <laughs> DJ Qualls. Well, you could definitely tell that he's the computer nerd because he's so profoundly unattractive, right? That makes you good at computers in movies. Oh, and when the government comes in, he's he's clearing all the hard drives in mm-hmm. air quotes. And honestly, Pac-Man might as well come by and eat a hard drive during the <laughs> sequence. <laughs> He actually microwaves like five CDs also. Like he had a a few megabytes of government destroying information. (laughs) Yes. Plus, I didn't want you stealing my mixtape genius. (laughs) Well, he had pirated music onto that, and that's an FBI (laughs) offense there. All right. So, yeah, but he's the greatest computer hacker of all time, and they need him to hack into the entire Internet so that no one will figure out that the Earth's core has stopped spinning. Oh, Alex Jones has wet dreams about this sequence. Yeah. <laughs> we need you to scrub the Internet of the truth. No problem. I'll just, I'll just have my virus delete the words center and <laughs> Earth. Yes. yes. That's the plan. They're like, you're the number one ranked computer user that we found. <laughs> It's on the entire internet. Need you to hack an ocean of iron and nickel for us. And he's like, well, I only speak one language. One zero one zero zero. They're like, all right, so twenty. The language of <laughs> right. the language of twenty. That's twenty. You just said twenty in binary. <laughs> and then he gets mad. He's like, nobody controls the net. Like, you want me to hack dead man's curve? Are you crazy? Nobody hacks dead <laughs> yes, man's curve. Right. Right. But he does also, he while agrees. this is playing out, they do the little bit where he does the the whistle thing on Aaron Eckhart's cell phone and gets him free long distance. What is that? <laughs> okay, here's the fucked up thing is that they based this on a real thing, but they got it so wrong that it would have been better to just make some shit up. Way oh, back yeah. in the 70s, there was like a whistle that like they, they, you could got, got it with Captain Crunch or whatever, but it happened to be the exact frequency that you needed for like a landline phone to get a long distance call. So some people figured out that if you blew that whistle into your phone, it would give you free long distance. Now you couldn't just wing it with a gum wrapper or anything, but if you could play that exact frequency, you could get free. But like, again, why base it on something that's real? If you're going to get it that wrong to begin with, it's the <laughs> for someone who wasn't aware of that, there is no crazier thing that could have happened than a guy. Like, I spent the rest of the movie being like, when is that gum thing going to come back? There's yeah, right, no reason right. 
They would oh, just... he could have remembered at the very end of the movie and made a phone call from the center yes! of the earth. That would have been so much better. <laughs> One Wait, second. I have free long distance. I have unlimited minutes. And by the way, the, the main reason that's wrong is because it was a goddamn cell phone. They don't work the same way. Also, they stopped like making that happen in the 80s as soon as anyone figured out that it was happening. Anyway, you guys remember when long distance was a commodity? I do. Yeah. No, I remember can... when minutes were a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Blow the grass into your your gateway computer from 1997, you get 50 free hours of AOL. It's the best. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So they got their computer nerd. Next thing they're going to need is a pilot, preferably a disgraced NASA pilot. That's good at trenches. <laughs> but yep. turns out she's not disgraced because this, this congressional military tribunal was a, was a prank. Yeah. <laughs> They, <laughs> they. It was just uh, to compliment her. They're like, "This seemed really serious." You look at the look on your face. No, you mathed the fuck out of that landing. That was amazing. You're super good at math and falling. Congratulations. <laughs> We've got just the job yeah. for you, right? And then like, listen, we need a a pilot, and you are the greatest at downward facing math of anyone we've ever seen. So you, you're hired. You're okay. And up, but you kill it at down. So. <laughs> you did a great job. We are not mad. This is fun. We like to surprise people with this stuff. <laughs> so. yeah, I got everyone together. Oh, Steve was losing it behind you. That's why we had to put him on the bench. We he was, he was cracking up when he's, we were practicing. He's usually he's a judge. He's one of the judges. Oh. He is actually a military tribunal. He's in charge so, of this. If you wanted to put a corpse on your seat, we wouldn't let him do it. It was too <laughs> All right, so now they've gathered together all of the Earth's best scientists to help out, and this is so that Aaron Eckhart can give the big, you know, the Earth is going to be destroyed speech. But before he does, we have to have the meet the team moment, right? Now, the team in this instance will consist of Aaron Eckhart, his buddy Serge, Hillary Swank, Stanley Tucci, Delroy Lindo, right? Like, the nerd is going to stay above ground and not, serve any noticeable function in the movie. The rest of them, are, though, are going down or to restart the Earth. will he? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then you have the, the moment where, like, you know, brilliant scientist that he is, Aaron Eckhart doesn't know how to tie a tie, so Hillary Swank is going to tie it for him so that you can tell that they're going to survive to the end of the movie. Oh, their chemistry <laughs> is icy. I want to put old pizza dough on it and keep it for three days. It's just like, here, let me let me tie your tie. I thought you were really good in Boys Don't Cry. Yeah, it was a really difficult process. To go through that thing. There you go. Wins or not, the secret is to tie a loop. <laughs> you say that again? Nope. By the way, she also didn't tie a wins or not there. Okay. So now he's going to outline the plan to all of that, the assembled scientists, and we're going to like see it swing by in a montage as he does. Yeah, and he tries to start with a joke. And it's so bad. He's like, hello, all you scientists. We've, we've never had sex with a woman, us, none of us. <laughs> Nobel Prize winners anonymous, am I right? We are ugly, ugly people. Well, not me, I... I'm weirdly attractive, but I'm an actor, but we got some fat extras. So, <laughs> so who wants to punch my chin dimple? Punch me right in the chin dimple. 
All right. So now he has to explain to the scientists that the way that they're going to restart the core of the Earth is they're going to drill down to the very bottom and they're going to set off a nuclear bomb. How big a bomb will they need? Why, a thousand megaton bomb. <laughs> All right. OK, so it's like, nonsense. again, I don't expect the average person to know their <laughs> megatonnage on nuclear weapons, but you can look it up if you're making a movie. The largest nuke ever detonated was 50 megatons. It weighed 60,000 pounds and it was larger than a school bus. I just really wanted to cut to a shot of them dragging a circle the size of a small moon. Eh. <laughs> ah, this is not going to fit in the hole. <laughs> we need more lasers. Guys, this is crazy. I don't want to be the guy who suggested living on the fork. What if we live on the 60,000 ton bomb? <laughs> that is the size of a small planet. I just, I want to say it now. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so, and they explain to us how the set's going to work, you know, they go through the whole thing. Basically, they're going to go down in a train that's a drill with lasers, right? Yeah. We got the graphics card for train stuff. What a really good deal. Yeah, so exactly. It's a train that points down. Any questions? Go fuck yourself. There's an hour and 15 minutes Will there be gravity? Movie. Yes. But no, no, <laughs> sort of. So, yeah, so he reaches the pitiful dramatic finale of his speech and then we get a very quick scene where everyone's on the training thing but they're not a team yet at all they're not teamy enough and so they crash the thing that's underground <laughs> but we're eventually gonna learn that no one else does anything on this ship except for the pilots so like i don't know why they're blaming well, yeah. <laughs> delroy fucking lindo he never he's not flying the left wing or something <laughs> Also, by the way, they're wearing safety suits at this point. Like, what the fuck is a suit going to do if you're in the mantle or the core of, like, wick away the magma and liquid metal? Like, is this going to bead right up and wash away? Fucking crazy. Safety suit? Just wear sweats and T-shirts. Jesus. Yes, exactly. Yeah, get fucking comfy. You're going to the center of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be dress in uh, summer clothes, summer clothes, people. Also, they can't say the word nuclear. They no, fuck up the no. word nuclear, I think, three or four times. This is one of them. And I, I was actually, I think I was less offended all of a sudden when they got that wrong. I was like, okay, okay. Like, they're staying in their lane at least. <laughs> like, we see what we're dealing with. Yeah. Nuclear. What? Nope. Keep nope. it. Keep it. Nope. Hillary Swank it's said she'd do one take per scene, and I am not breaking that promise to her. Definitely not four syllables. No. And then we also jump into a, uh, a a quick explanation of why the computer nerd is there. He's, as we said, he's going to just erase everything on the Internet that mentions the Earth. Oh, I love the idea that Time Cube guy is sitting at home just like, but where does my shit keep going? <laughs> I'm a crazy person and I kill myself. And that's a sad part of the story. <laughs> he did kill himself. That's the sad part of the Time Cube story. I never know whether to believe you with shit like that. When you say somebody killed Google themselves, it. I generally don't believe you. All right. So then it's time for Hillary and Aaron to make it super clear that they're the love interest of the film. Right. So we have the whole scene where he's explaining how he's built a device that can see through solid lead. <laughs> yes. And it's a man. Look, here's the thing. 
I get it. You need to say that for your movie to work. You don't have to say it's like a CAT scan at the hospital because we all know what a CAT scan at the hospital looks like, man. He goes, so you can't scan at the hospital, but you know, not. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) And apparently the point of this scene is so that she keeps moving his dials around and it turns out that she's even better with his science stuff than he is. She just intuited how his lead seeing through machine worked and where the settings needed to be. Well, the 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 controllers are Street Fighter 2 controllers. So she's just like, oh, let me just zoom that oh, up, right. up, down, down. Oh, right, he's used down, to more left, like right. Mortal yeah. Kombat type moves. I get <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I get and it. I know that this is supposed to be a, like, look how smart she is scene, but st- why would you do that? Even if you were smart, you'd be like, hey, I think you can do this with a this, this, instead of just being like, touch, oh, I was wrong. And I melted your head. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then we, we cut to Aaron Eckhart looking over the military base where they're getting ready. And they're underneath the very poor 2003 graphics of lightning storms, like poor four 2003 graphics of lightning storms and auroras. And I looked up and I saw the auroras in the in the screen. I'm like, hey, that actually would happen. Right. If the <laughs> if the Earth's core steps, but they got something yeah. right. This is also the first time I wrote in my notes, Jesus, there's still an entire movie left, an hour and a half. Uh, and these lightning storms <sighs> are fun. It's, it might as well be me and Heath running around with curtain rods, just like, that was a fun day. All right. So now we've got to dig into the the conflict a little bit more between Hillary and the, the captain of the ship, right? So Hillary's practicing hard at her earth drilling but she just can't get it right, damn it. <laughs> yeah. The movie is very confident that steering is going to be the key to success <laughs> on yes. this mission. Right. Just going through magma, like oh, left at the fucking magma. And then the magma, yeah. <laughs> watch, watch out for the magma, though. There's magma. <laughs> like, what? How is steering going to matter? <laughs> what are you going to fall into? Let me be clear <laughs> this ship can go through magma. Not magma. <laughs> I guess, yeah. But she can't get it right, so the, the the major or whatever, the captain, is gonna give her a pep talk. Yeah, and he just pops up out of nowhere, like in the dark. They're in a yeah. dark room, yes. and he just like raises up his face into the frame out of nowhere. <laughs> and she's like, Oh, you're gonna you gonna give me a speech right now? So you were just you were just literally lurking there in case one of us <laughs> needed a late night weird speech. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I mean, lur- I'm gonna, lurking I almost gave judgy. this pep talk to a janitor. I'm going to be honest with you. Been here for 45 minutes. <laughs> and his pep talk is being a leader is about losing. Uh, and all I wrote in my notes was, well, okay. So Beto is a great leader. We, we know this now. <laughs> Yeah, well, he's like, he's like being a real leader is about sending people out to die. You'll get this in Act 3. It'll make perfect sense. <laughs> you will kill everyone in Act <laughs> yeah. 3. Yeah, you're not a real leader until you lose. That's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. <laughs> you don't want an undefeated leader? That's fucking stupid. But <laughs> Alexander the Great was a pussy. <laughs> Pulls a tarp off a trophy case. Participation trophies, all of them. Every single one. Being a leader. I'm the best. It's not about ability, it's about responsibility. There's 
two eyes in ability, but three eyes in response. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? It's literally no better than that. All right, but now, wait, there's a particularly bad electro storm, and they're popping up all over the world, according to the computer nerd. So we cut to all over the world, which is Rome. <laughs> yeah, and everyone in Rome is getting carpet socks. The worst possible imaginable thing. <laughs> All right, uh, this might be the best worst science in the best worst science movie of all time, right? The part <laughs> where the people like start having to like run from the lightning. <laughs> hey guys, how fast is lightning? <laughs> Slower or faster than people can run? <laughs> uh, in between slow people and fast people. Okay. Yeah, right, no. Because some fast people do outrun the lightning, which was the nice. The lightning strikes on the ground and then starts moving along behind these people. Like, what the fuck? And then, of course, the Colosseum, being made of such good conducting material, also gets lightninged repeatedly. And then explodes. Yep. I mean, it's so weird. Like, lightning's just walking around like fucking Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. Going along, like, doesn't fucking matter. And Stay Puffed Lightning is very attracted to stone. Yeah. And, but especially famous stone buildings that are named. So, like, yeah, exactly. the Coliseum. Americans would yeah. recognize. Interesting coincidence. Yeah, so, and then back at the base, they're like, wow, the electromagnetic field is decaying even faster than we thought. We needed to get this movie going now, damn it. We're almost an hour in. <laughs> so they had to, okay, and this just, again, minor little thing, but I cannot believe how stupid this movie is. We cut to, it says, Mariana's Trench, South Pacific. Nope. Nope, you had a 50-50 shot on which Pacific it was. Come on, guys. <laughs> I love this because this is so Eli stupid, right? This is just like, where do we put the drill in? The deepest part of the ocean. Yeah. We'll get the head start. You're going to want that. You're going to want that six mile head start on the 3,000 mile trip to the inner core. Yes. That's going to change the uh, the calculus and, there. And also, like, again, and it doesn't even make sense that they, because, like, they, they have the bit where the whales start swimming around them. And I'm like, oh, these are those deep whales, those bottom <laughs> of the Marianas Trench whales that swim around people. Uh, I wanted the camera to pan over and they're those weird googly eye spike teeth. <laughs> what the Shit. fuck are those whales doing here? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and by the way, so before they before they launch out, though, they get to the ship, they get to the aircraft carrier that they're going to launch their ship vertically from for some fucking reason. The music seems really impressed with the ship. The ship looks like the dildo of the gods, right? It's the best. It's actually an up, it's an upside down rocket launch rig. <laughs> it <laughs> That's is. all it is. It's so silly. Okay, so now they 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 christen the ship Virgil. Everybody has a drink. Wouldn't want them all. Sober and yeah. everything. This is 100% impossible, and we have <laughs> literally no effect on this vehicle. We might as well get drunk right away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Also, this is where we learn that Stanley Tucci is narrating everything into his tiny little tape recorder. <laughs> and he's using the, he's like saying the word that dumb people think that smart people say. Yeah. 
here as we journey off into the me, me, me. I was in the parking spot first. <laughs> I hit my wife. Billions and billions. Me, me, me. <laughs> so they all, they all strap into the vehicle. They're tilted up, right? Like it's a rocket. Why would they be... F- why would they be tilting well, up? It's better than that because later they're all going to turn around in the direction they're going. As yes. part of the movie, they're going to be like, "You guys want to see the direction we're going?" Sure, let's all <laughs> yeah, let's all scoot around. Are we upside down to begin with. <laughs> Stanley, yeah. don't say or is there when we turn around, okay, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> also, at some point, somebody was like, "All right, well, we are, you know, we're gonna we're going six miles down. We got that big head start, but." Listen to this. I was thinking, what if we drop our thing yes. into the water from like pretty high up? Yeah, for like, from a good 40, 50 for like, feet. For like extra downiness, like, <laughs> like a high dive amount, you know? Yes. <laughs> Give it a little oomph. Right. Well, no, we could drop it from there. But in order to do that, apparently we will need a countdown, right? Like they, they apparently they think that the countdown with the space shuttle is done for dramatic effects. Absolutely. Two guys sitting there going, okay, so that that thing that they do with the spaceship where they count down, that's just for like fun, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. No, they just do it to like, there's just like a big TV thing. Oh, okay, cool. So we'll put that in ours too. Where <laughs> yeah. should we start? Oh. Uh, 10? Yeah, let's start at 10. <laughs> oh. That's how long projects take to get ready. 10 seconds. Nine. Eight. Hillary Swank just hits go on eight. Like, this is fucking <laughs> stupid. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you guys are idiots. Down is just going to still be down, you see. How badly did you guys want them to hit a bird as they drop the ship <laughs> and the whole thing explodes? <laughs> There's just two guys down there fishing or something. Oh, fuck. Movie goes full contact. So now they're heading down into the Mar- Marianas Trench, but just then there's a big underwater earthquake. And Big rocks start falling down on their ship because we got to make this suspenseful somehow, right? <laughs> yeah, the, the rocks are going to be trouble. Well, also thousands of miles of magma and liquid metal. Like we're not even to the very beginning of this impossible <laughs> thing. But. but okay, but okay. So there, apparently there's a, a vortex and everything else. And they're like, oh, well, he can't pull out in time. But like the, what we're given to work with is can the ship down downly enough? Yes. Right? <laughs> I just wrote in my notes, not to get too sciencey, but rocks are bad. <laughs> also, there's this amazing writing moment where he goes, fasten your seatbelts. And you can see all the other actors <laughs> yes. sort of look at the harnesses they're strapped into and just be like, <laughs> I mean, I said it before he called just- action. If they keep it in the movie, they keep it in the movie. It's not. Yeah, and then we have the whole, oh, but will the lasers fire fast enough that we need to drill through the earth? Uh, spoiler alert, they will fire fast enough. I mean, like, you know, we know they're not just going to crash into the rocks. <laughs> would have been an awesome way to end this movie, honestly. And it had been long still, enough at this oh, point. I was going to say, it would still be a full-length movie. <laughs> <laughs> We're swerving. I'm going to miss the pencil mark that we made at the bottom of the Mariana Trench. It's not going to be the right spot. We put a little X there. It's a big deal. Also, they 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 need to time the lasers at this point mm-hmm. too. I I didn't understand that. Like, was there was there a risk of shooting the lasers too early? Like the the water would disappear and they'd fall too fast. Just, like, <laughs> well, no, because they have those those deep Marianas Trench whales, 
and you wouldn't want to hit one of them. Put oh, of those the whales. Oh, I wanted them to fuck up the mission too. Just like the whales, like dive in front of the thing, like the birds were doing before, and then <laughs> yeah, right, start fucking the ship. Cut over to like the evil pigeon leader bribing a whale, like <laughs> perfect. Just be cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we're finally confronted with that foundational problem of the movie: a ship digging through Earth wouldn't look like anything. This is the first time we're just going to be confronted with that just straight up, right? Oh. <laughs> Pretty proud of that. Thank you. Take all the time we need as a guest. It's just us and the patrons. Very on it. All right. So now they they have a signal to base. I'd love to know how they manage that, right? They're going to talk back and forth with home base throughout this movie. Well, they're, it's bouncing up through the hole. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. All of a sudden, though, it's once they get into the mantle, they're like, and we got a signal. So, mm -hmm. like, they couldn't track them until they got far enough away and surrounded by magma, and now there's a signal. Right, yeah, well, uh, obviously, because they're in the mantle now. Right, there's this moment where they're like, ah, psst, still crushed, but then they get into the mantle, damn it. And of course, they have to point out here, they're like, yeah, it'll take us 24 hours to get to the core and then 15 more hours to get to the inner outer core border. We're going to stay true to the amount of time it would take because we don't want to <laughs> fuck up the science <laughs> in this movie. Yep. And this is where they emphasize the steering again. They're like, all right, we're going to need to plot our way through the lowest density material. We, it's it's all magma, but uh, <laughs> we we will find the melted cheese part if there is a melted it's cheese all part. It's pretty dense down here. Pretty dense. Spoiler everywhere. alert. They're going to find the empty oxygen rich part. Too. Oh, God, Jesus. Don't get me started yet. <laughs> Yeah, and of course Stanley Tucci is doing his like his whole recording thing, and that's annoying everybody. Of course, yeah, he's like, we passed through the memories of the planet, memories, madness. Stop saying M words, God fucking damn it! <laughs> Magma, fuck you. Smart you people who are illiterate. God, and then uh, the action here is uh, like I was saying before, it's naming numbers. They're just yep. like every name there's six of us we're all alive we all have roles that are important everybody name the number on the big green number screen <laughs> and it's like 160 15 okay uh okay, good name good. name a unit too because that's stupid that's just out of context <laughs> battery Jig knots minutes gigawatts don't say gigawatts <laughs> <Black>. <laughs> Were you looking at Delroy Lindo and said black? No. No. <laughs> All right. So 12 hours later, they're 700 miles down. The, the movie is even admitting, wow, we made a lot of build up to something that's just going to be completely uneventful for 12 hours. huh? And they've got something on their weird cameras, right? It turns out that they're about to come upon one of Earth's hollow parts. Yogurt. No. <laughs> well, this, yeah, they're about this to movie get there. Thinks there is a cave in the Earth's mantle. Yep, a cave. 
There's not, by the way. I don't want to get too deep into the geology on this film, but there's not. I love, too, no that they're like... cave, guys. <laughs> I love that they're like, they get to it, and they're like, wow, it's some kind of geode. And I'm like, yes, it is. Great job looking up that word. We were not prepared for this museum gift shop cave. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know what we'd do. Somebody named numbers. The density of quartz is 2.6 grams per cubic centimeter. Uh, I don't know what to say. Uh, black. Black. Don't, it, nope. Don't say it. Just don't look at Delroy. Just let him, man. Don't look at Hillary either, man. <laughs> She's keeping that under wraps for another few years. Don't do that. <laughs> so. Untalented. Okay, that's mean. Hard that's mean. Don't, Stop don't look looking at Aaron, at Aaron that. Eckhart altogether. <laughs> leave, leave Aaron alone. <laughs> he doesn't get to be in another movie for 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but they're going to fall through. They're going to fall into the geode. So they crash into this giant crystal field. Now, again, like a lot of movies get stuff like this wrong, but as they're falling, they're being tugged towards their harnesses. Why are they falling down? Why are they? Who knows why anything that's happening in this movie is happening okay, right so, um, now? Now, this is what really kind of pissed me off about this movie. Like, if you wanted to actually do the science with this precept, there are a few things that you could do that would be really cool, right? Like, as you get closer and closer to the core of the Earth, the gravity would be less and less, right? So if you got to the exact center of the Earth, there would be no gravity on you at all, and you would just be in free fall. But they actually could have done some cool shit with that type of stuff, but they never did. They're just like, yeah, there's probably holes in the Earth, huh? And they would fall if they hit a hole. Yeah. You know what's awesome? Geodes. I have a <laughs> So Got one of the big ones at the museum that they charge you like $400 for. I put it I in the living room. And then I knocked it over and it exploded. So <laughs> this movie's kind of a healing process for me. <laughs> All right. So now, but they crash land. Luckily, the ship's okay, but there is a crystal jamming their laser. So they're going to have to go outside. Amongst hot liquid magma. <laughs> okay, the magma hasn't made it in quite yet, but first of all, why would they pack outdoor <laughs> gear for their trip into the center of the magma-filled earth? They're at the planning meeting. What if we need to go outside of the vehicle into the hot magma? Do we have, <laughs> do we have suits that can withstand that temperature? No, we have suits that can withstand half the temperature. Huh. Like, yeah. okay. You know what? Let's bring them. We'll, I'll wear two. I'll <laughs> wear two of those. Half them. If I double up, double up that layer, it's the same, right? Cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. All right. So they go outside and they stand around for a few minutes going like, wow, huge cave full of crystals. This is very unlikely to exist 700 miles yeah. down into the earth. And luckily our, our suits, they're uh they're a nice poly cotton blend. They also block all the pressure of the, the pressure, enormous, yes. enormous crushing pressure that's building up. And the heat. And keep yeah, in mind it would be like three 4, or four thousand degrees. degrees. Yeah. Yes. But oh, and by the way, then they use a laser to cut the crystal. How hot is that laser? It's four thousand <laughs> degrees outside. <laughs> so they might as well have used a, a saw, just like a hand. <laughs> Hillary, can you get on the other end of this thing? <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> yeah, they get the two man saw going. That would be awesome. 
All right, so but now they realize, oh, they've punctured a hole in this protected geode in the middle of the Earth. And so now uh, the lava's getting in. The lava, you see right away, is melting the crystals. So they could just get back in the fucking ship now, right? And just wait for the lava to, like, get over top of them, and then they could just go. But that wouldn't be exciting at all, apparently. No. So they have to cut faster, damn it. They got to cut faster. And then Delroy Lindo's like, I'm I'm losing oxygen that feeds into my saw that we have. The laser <laughs> oxygen. Crystal Hello? removing gun, the laser oxygen. Okay, no, that's that makes sense. And, and he's like, okay, so I guess, I don't know, blow on my gun? What do we, <laughs> that's what do exactly we do? what he does. But really. Aaron, Aaron Eckhart takes his, his oxygen tank and disconnects it and then shoves that tube into the crystal remover gun mm-hmm. and yeah they all have the same connector yeah yeah well no it's <laughs> universal they, they NASA learned oh. their lesson like fuck is that an apple product yeah we're all dead now great <laughs> wait great. i got a dongle it's back in the show <laughs> you're the worst <laughs> this at this point i just wrote, wrote in my notes this is like a community theater production of armageddon <laughs> yeah right <laughs> like they didn't get the rights to armageddon so they called it like big meteor wink <laughs> <laughs> yeah but so Aaron Eckhart can't breathe and he doesn't bother to be like hey I'll tell you what I'm going to give you the oxygen for the laser for like 90 seconds then I'm going to take it back take a deep breath and give it back to you he just waits till he passes out so that now everyone can have to drag him back onto the ship for which the captain dies in the stupidest <laughs> possible way <laughs> yes <laughs> he gets magma dripped he might yes. as well just be like Magmas are a bunch of morons, am I right? And he turns around to this magma right behind there. Isn't he? Ah, ah, yeah. A piece of magma. A piece of magma. Those are the yes. words that just fucking came out of my mouth because I watched that happen. A piece of magma <laughs> falls on his head. And then he's like, oh, I got hit by magma. And then there's a slight, slight rivulet of blood coming down his head. Like... Like the magma yep. shot him with a neck dart. And he's just <laughs> yes. like. I expected the music from the OC to start. But mm, what'd you say? <laughs> slowly falls to the ground. So he falls into the lava. He sinks because he's denser than stone. And, and then <laughs> Hillary Swank is super sad. And she can't be a leader now because like you said, you're not a leader until you lose. And now she lost him. And she has to think about it. <laughs> For a while. Would we say she looks sad? I feel like she looks miffed, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> I just wrote in my notes, man, this sure is a big responsibility. I should probably take a minute and really consider this before I start this spaceship. <laughs> right. Fucking lost a video game again. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so, okay, so they, they resuscitate Aaron Eckhart, which apparently for some reason requires taking his shirt off. Not sure whose idea that was. Not Hillary Swanks. You see her. T- she's she's touching him because the point of the scene is supposed to be like, oh, she likes Aaron Eckhart, but she is she is handling steak. She's like, uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> Love this chest. Ooh, yummy, yummy, yummy. <laughs> In my tummy. Such a heterosexual. Stanley All right, so- she's like, oh, oxygen goes best through the nipples. I'm just licking them to get them ready. <laughs> Go right in there. All right. And I just a piece of advice for movie characters if someone is dead, 
don't give it to anybody as a good news, bad news situation. <laughs> yeah. the, bad, okay. the bad news in that cannot be, and so-and-so is dead. Yeah. This, they're like, all right, good news, bad news. You've woken up. Uh, we're alive and we're moving. You're alive. That, that's good. But it's hot. And Aaron Urquhart's like, okay, so the bad news is the air conditioner is broken? Like, no, Bob's dead. Uh, that's <laughs> probably should have skipped the good news, bad news. They did, that format did not work <laughs> for this piece of news. And again, in the silliest possible moment, she's like playing a Game Boy as she delivers this news. And he's like, hey, what's that? And she's like, oh, it's the, it's the video screen autopilot. And I wanted him to just be like, really? I'd love for this to have 100% of your attention. <laughs> Didn't someone just die because our maps were inaccurate? Didn't, like, just aren't you telling me right now about a guy dying because we weren't paying close enough attention to this? Yeah, but I think I thought, yeah, no, Tesla's, Tes Tesla's a great company, they never fuck up. It's fine. <laughs> How do you feel about Kung Fu Panda? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is where I looked down and realized, holy fuck, there's still an hour in this thing. So we're going to pause for a much needed break, but first, let me give Act Three the hard sell here. How is there still an hour left in this thing? Is there some kind of dance number at the end? Are the credits 23 minutes long? Find out the answers to these questions and more when we return for the delinquent conclusion of The Core. Uh, Rick? Oh, hey, boys. Hey, guys. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. I was just uh, doing this yoga thing, uh, trying to get flexible enough to suck my own dick. Cool. That's uh, exactly what it looked like. Um, little problem with the movie. Yeah. You boys need more money? It's 2003. We have plenty of money. You guys want more money? You can use the money. If you need more no, money, uh, I can give you more. No, we have enough money. It's just uh, it's just an issue with Stanley Tucci. Stan the man. Mm. Love that guy. Prelude to a kiss. Pelican brief. Road to perdition. He's great. He's great. No. Great, great, oh, great. No, absolutely. Right. Um, that's the problem, though. He keeps breaking character, like, mm. mid-scene to rant about how stupid the plot of this movie is. And mm, I, see, I see, I see, I see, I see. Like, and for a long time. Like all of Saturday. That was all, all of Saturday. Yeah, the whole day. Right yeah. yeah, no, 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 no. I got it, I got it, I get it, I get it, I get it. So here's what we do. Here's what we do. We keep, we keep the rants. We add it around them and then we ADR, yes, here it is. We ADR this mission for this movie. Every time he says this movie, you go this mission. Whatever you need to. Bing, bang, boom. We're good. Jesus, that would actually work. Yeah, that's perfect, actually. Mm -hmm. Anybody else giving you trouble? Anything Anything else? Nope. All set. Yeah, little, literally everyone else is just happy to be in a movie. There we go. Good for them. Huh? Hillary Swank is talented. Yep. She's not in movies. <laughs> not in this Karate movie. <laughs> and we're back for more of this shit. We're going to rejoin our heroes on day two of the mission. We have to keep jumping forward in time because... This is a really boring precept. <laughs> so, okay, so they're now getting to the mantle core interface. That the the dudes are in the back fucking with the nukes. They're practicing setting off nuclear <laughs> weapons. They're doing the 10 count for Morgan. They're getting room tone. It, it's it, very confusing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Feels like you'd practice this before you drop in. Like this could be just <laughs> like when we need them. They're ready. I don't know. And But unfortunately, though, at this exact moment, they happen to be driving their train drill through a 
diamond field. Classic diamond field <laughs> in the middle of the magma. What are you going to do? <laughs> so, yeah, the diamonds, there's giant fucking aircraft carrier sized diamonds floating around like there are in the middle of the earth and they're they're closing in right <laughs> like they're trying to like get between them and the two are closing in on each other it's the and it's the best because it's such stupid guy logic right you can see so clearly the guys being like all right so we need the meteor shower moment mm -hmm. what's meteors inside the earth Diamonds. 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 It's a diamond field. <laughs> diamonds so. don't melt. You're weird. Come on. <laughs> it's almost lunch. At any temperature. And they almost get through. But one of the diamonds reaches out and stabs their ship. <laughs> yeah. That last diamond was uh, apparently a thwomp diamond. So, like, it now is... <laughs> You don't. You gotta. You gotta be at a full run by the time you get near it. Yeah. Yeah, but okay. So that's breached the ship. But luckily, when one part of the ship gets breached, they can very, very slowly close that part off and eject <laughs> it. Which is, you know, damn convenient that it breached the last one, right? Yeah. Would have really sucked if it had breached the <laughs> second one. Uh, oh, we did not. Think this through. <laughs> oh. Could have just been like a fishing lure, but no. Okay. <laughs> but then, of course, they, 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 all the nukes are in that back car, so they have to get all the nukes out in time. And this is where Surge must sacrifice himself to save the mission. It's yeah. the best. <laughs> okay. The actual sacrifice itself is not the worst possible thing, it's his death scene. That's oh, the worst. It's the greatest. <laughs> the absolute greatest. Yeah. Okay. So he's he's getting the nokes up and he also has to give them his notebook, which has all of his nuke math in it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Make a fucking Google Doc. Are you kidding me? I, right. <laughs> this is a serious. We're trying to save the world. You have a literal notebook of paper that has to be grabbed and, it, and you kept it in the back. Right. So he gets trapped in the back car, right? Classic disaster movie, space movie stuff. And then there's not enough room. And Hillary Swank has to make the very dramatic decision to like seal off that car and let him die. Except Hillary Swank is so mailing in her performance. She's just like, you could tell you, the director was like, okay, Hillary, it's a really difficult, push the button. Nope. Uh, <laughs> take, take a little more time. Let's do another take of it. So you're really, no. push the button. No. Did you push it twice? You pushed it twice. Imagine <laughs> imagine if like I was going to get killed or not. Push the push button. It. Okay. Push, push the button. It, right. That was push the fastest. The that was the fastest of push, the three push, push, when push, I push, used push, that push, push, Now you're push, still push, pushing push, it? You're pushing it over and over? <laughs> kind of mean now. Okay. Well, the other thing too is the way that this scene is set up. Like, Serge does not have to die, right? <laughs> like, they, no. they give like a, a two solid minutes of no. Yeah, she definitely could open that door and let him in. She's just basically <laughs> killing him for revenge for her yeah. buddy dying now. And and they accidentally on purpose show us just how dumb this and how slow this process is because he's like. On video in the back car, yeah. and they're watching. Like now, he's shut off. They've they've closed the hatch, and he's in the back car, and it's like slowly crushing in the like the walls of it under pressure. <laughs> yes, it's trash compactors oh, on yeah. the detention level style. Yeah, right. But getting crushed is 
nothing until you're actually crushed. <laughs> and the movie right. was not aware of this. So it's just like five minutes of this French guy being like, the the room is is a bit smaller now. It's <laughs> kind of small. I can see why you ejected me. I understand. <laughs> this is uh, not roomy. I get it. Also, Aaron Eckhart's trying to do the platoon. We're getting on that big bird to heaven yeah. monologue, but he doesn't realize that that's supposed to be an attempt and not a confident monologue. Cause he's like, huh? You and me going to get some crepes. Escargot, <laughs> little wine. You're being crushed. You're being crushed. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, so he dies. They eject him. Aaron Eckhart goes up and he wants to make sure Hillary Swank feels plenty bad about it. So she makes him look at his notebook. <laughs> look at his coloring book. <laughs> yeah. Look at this coloring book is what I just yelled. That's a weird. <laughs> look at this coloring book exclamation. That's just a weird sentence that I just said. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, and it. for all like to be fair, she should feel bad. She straight up killed that dude. Um. Anyway, and so at this point, somebody says God, and she says, "Leave God out of it." And I was like, "This movie counts. It totally counts. <laughs> Absolutely. Regular release schedule. Two weeks off for Thanksgiving. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And now we flash forward in time to the next guy dying. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and and in the middle of this dangerous mission. Aaron Eckhart's character is giving Hillary Swank's character the silent treatment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Josh, yeah. Josh, don't do this. Are you, we ought to are save you, the earth, Josh. Are, are you mad? What's wrong? Is it because I killed your best friend? <laughs> I should get to kill your best friend now. <laughs> but, well, okay, he's he's dead. He died early. Don't, um, I get to cry. see you naked. That's standard sitcom rules. I get to see you naked <laughs> is the other way to do this. All right, but but he gets over it pretty quick, though. He gets over it at the beginning of this scene rather than the end of it. Um, and now they move into the core, which is yellow. They move into the yellow. Because <laughs> you know someone walked into the special effects guy's office and they were like, so now they're in the core. What do you got? And he was like, nothing, man. I told you two weeks ago, nothing. It's, it's 2003. It's... 2003 okay. laptops are 25 pounds and everyone <laughs> is wearing straight cut jeans Britney Spears is relevant I don't have anything for you I have a yellow kaleidoscope is that helpful <laughs> yes yes, yes. Hey, we're doing it <laughs> yeah Steve cancel that order for that construction paper <laughs> <laughs> right and so then we get to watch the remaining cast the remaining people on this little ship stare at yellow like and they're like wrapped like like a kid seeing his first booby just like staring at the yellow it's amazing i wanted them all to like break out coloring books and just like draw yellow (laughs) (laughs) let me use that crayon man pass the yellow using it okay all right but but unfortunately though there's a problem the Earth's core turns out to be less dense than they thought, so they don't have enough megatons to make it start again. Yeah. And Stanley <laughs> Tucci calls the general to tell him that, like, oh, our, our little secret weapon thing did this. And again, it's me trying to signal fat person to the airport. Uh, hi, general. Uh, sorry, I'm making a phone call. Get a moment to myself. Thank you. We <laughs> did the, Turns out that the... Huh, huh, <laughs> yes. Are you talking well, about me? 
Delroy Lindo what? gets mad. <laughs> no, 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 no. Nope. All right, but here's the thing, though. They have not established any reason in this film why they wouldn't just turn around and go get more nukes. Right, like we know that that's the wrong idea because Stanley Tucci suggests it, and he's the bad scientist character. But like that makes it. There's no reason why they couldn't just go back up and then drop them again later. Yeah, right? There's already a hole. I feel like it would be faster. Yeah, they know to avoid giant <laughs> geodes now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but the, the good guys apparently are like, no, you know, we're gonna make this work. Anyway, but before they can figure out how, they have to drill into that backstory and tell us about the device that made the Earth's core stop spinning to begin with. This is the best. This is where the writers truly gave up because you could. Stanley Tucci looked at this script and he was like, I'll say the words because you're paying me money. Um, (laughs) We thought our enemies were going to make an earthquake machine. So we built an earthquake machine and that stopped (laughs) the center of the core. Yeah. Good. I'm be in my trailer. <laughs> I am absolutely not calling it the Deep Earth Seismic Trigger Initiative that spells destiny, not really. <laughs> yeah, not right. It's, it's a- Come on. We wanted an acronym that was a word. Just don't just. It was an acronym it. all the way up until initiative, and then it's INI as destiny. You know, you anyway. can pick a different target word for the acronym. That's just, you don't have to. <laughs> why is de- destiny not related? Well, I love they're like, well, he's like, well, maybe if we use Destiny, it'll restart the Earth's core. And it's like, gee, figure you would have tried that first. Um, but Aaron Eckhart says, no, because if you do that and your calculations are off, it'll make all the volcanoes on Earth erupt. And I'm like, that's better than the burn peach thing from earlier, though, right? Like, way better. <laughs> right? Like, already, like, just Rome being destroyed, like, pretty much we're, we, we would have balanced that out if we'd done that. All right, before. fuck, somebody get me a fork and a volcano. Let me show how this goes. <laughs> but before you ask, no, we cannot live on the fork. The fork? No? Okay. And, and this is where Stanley Tucci reads the rest of the script and flips out? Yeah. Like, that's all. He's just like, this is so fucking stupid. Well, oh, we'll go to the car and we'll drop the nukes in a big circle. What do you fucking mean? <laughs> you, you pretty idiot. <laughs> Why am I here? Road to perdition. Oh, and my only notes here are punch him in the face. Punch him in the face. Please punch him in the face. Yes, because then Delroy Lindo punches him right in the face. And it's amazing. Yeah, right. And that means they can carry on even further into the yellow. Right. Yeah, this is this was this is plan C, right? They were like, all right, well, we're doing the destiny thing. That's plan B. Come home. Obviously, you just, you know, abort the mission. And then Aaron Eckhart's like. Okay, what about Plan C? And everybody's fascinated by this. They're like, "Yeah, what about other letters? Exactly. There's more. It could be Plan C. We'll, <laughs> we'll do Plan C. We'll figure it out soon. That's Project Plan Fios. F too far. Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> figure it out soon. Project Fios crushed it. But you know what we haven't done in a while is destroy a landmark. So now the microwaves that are emitted by the sun. In this universe, in a line, have found a hole <laughs> in the electromagnetic field. There's a hole in it, you see, because the electromagnetic meter is still up a bit, but not all the way. And it just so happens that this hole in the electromagnetic field is right over San Francisco. Oh my God, it's going to melt the bridge. Not 
Not the cars on the bridge, mind you. Well, I mean, the sun and the lightning, they like to attack just landmarks, not right. not (laughs) people or the cars. They're just regular old cars. Yeah. And this electrifies the bridge, by the way, somehow. Yep. Yep. The microwaves electrify the bridge. There's a guy. We were really focused in on this one guy during this scene, right? Yeah, we really want to watch this one human die. Yeah. And (laughs) so... He's got his arm hanging out the window when the microwaves first start. He goes, ow, ow, hot. And his arm burns. So he rolls up the window so that <laughs> he won't melt anymore. And then the bridge melts around him. Yep. Because, you know, the Golden Gate Bridge melts at a much, much lower temperature than the dude. Yep. It's an electromagnet melting process now. Yep. <laughs> it's happening right now. Yeah. Oh, I just wanted them to cut over to like Magneto trying to fight somebody. And he's just <laughs> hitting himself in the face with metal. Yeah. Stuff. Like, what the fuck <laughs> is it. happening right now? This is ridiculous. <laughs> All right. But so now the computer nerd has heard that they're going to try Project Destiny. And he can tell that's a bad idea because the evil general likes it. So he's going to type super, super fast and try to help. He sends Aaron Eckhart a secret code. And the secret code is one, two, three, five, seven, eleven. The prime yes. numbers. Yeah, the first few, pri- <laughs> the first handful of prime numbers. <laughs> and, and one. And, and Aaron Eckhart's like, uh, I'll, uh, I'll type the beginning of the list of prime numbers into the calibration fields of my random map thing and then it says the hacker message like I'm gonna help you now it's spelled out in like a text bubble yes yeah, yeah in exactly. like comic sans yeah <laughs> so stupid. and he's like all right well I erased the word destiny from the internet uh, <laughs> no, wait a minute. okay well that didn't that didn't do anything well yeah no of course it didn't do anything hack their weapon obviously sorry sorry yeah Googling Project Destiny. Fuck. Okay, well, now it's gone because I did that thing before. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but so now, okay, he's going to help, but Delroy and Aaron Eckhart have to figure out how to fix the Earth, and Stanley Tucci has to stand behind him and sweat and be petty. He just stands there <laughs> roasting them while they're trying yes. to figure out how to save the Earth. <laughs> and I love they just start naming random physics equations at this point. <laughs> Yeah, it was just like, all right, we need more action. Name some numbers about torque. (laughs) And somebody got excited about this idea. Somebody was like, hey, guys, so we've been doing numbers for the action, but you know, um, algebra? What if we (laughs) switch to fucking letters for Act 3 and fucking really mix it up? (laughs) So that's what they do. And it's like, your R is too small. T by R, burn. Okay, make it... Bigger? Yeah, I was going to say bigger. Yep. <laughs> so, bigger but yeah, while they're speaking in variables, Stanley Tucci has a sweaty idea of how to save the world. So, you know how when you drop a rip a stone in a pond, it makes ripples? Mm-hmm. But if you drop a bunch of stones in a pond... They make the Earth's core start spinning? Yes, The center of that pond no. starts spinning? <laughs> Do you ever just like everybody in a pool kind of just run around in a circle and make like a whirlpool? We could do that with the outer core. <laughs> nope. No, we could not. 
Well, let's be honest, that makes as much sense as setting off a nuclear bomb in the core of the Earth to get it to spin does. So, yeah, sure. That's where they land. Yup. They land yep. on dropping, like, so they have a handful of nukes, and they're like, no, we'll just use all, we'll, like, instead of all at once, we'll split them up and drop them as we go, timed perfectly. And I wanted so badly to, to have these people be, like, cutting up a thousand megatons of uranium into tiny little piles by eye. <laughs> like, they're, they're breaking up pot without a scale. They're, like, yelling at each other. Halves, guys, halves. Your your sticker, your pile's thicker though. Look at that. That's obviously thicker. <laughs> the, you have the end of the bud of uranium. So, <laughs> all right, but so okay. So meanwhile, the bad Americans are firing up Project Destiny, and the good guys are trying to hotwire the nukes. Now, at this point, the guys, the main characters, have figured out a way to restart the Earth's core that will work. They decide, for reasons the movie doesn't ever bother to explain, not to tell Mission Control. Yep. At no point do they say, hey, guys, we've got an idea on how this will probably work. We're going to let you know that so you won't fire your earthquake machine that'll kill well, us. They're mad at them. <laughs> <laughs> They can just find out the hard way that we succeeded in our mission. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't know. I'm not going to tell you how we're going to save the world. This is also, I know it's just a tiny moment, but they have this exterior shot of the giant building where Destiny is, and they couldn't hack a big building, so they CGI'd one. Yep. And it looks terrible. It looks like the Senate from episode one. Oh, yeah. No, it's straight <laughs> out of a bad video game. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, but but of course, they're they're trying to fire it up, but the nerd kid is hacking super hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lady Type. Elaine Fairchild is hacking into the computer. Typing loud, just like, all right, uh, hack Project Destiny. Fuck. Okay. Project Destiny, stop it. No? Okay. <laughs> Fuck. Is somebody using Napster? This is ridiculous. What's happening? <laughs> Unplug the router. Give me a hot pocket. All right, so so now we jump to 42 hours into the mission. Now, I find this time jump to be most interesting of all because when we, before the time jump, they were firing up Project Destiny, right? We're supposed to believe that now seven hours later, they're still firing it up. The kid is still hacking away. Well, you know, maybe they have to dial up like, you know, old AOL. Well, right. No, that's I, I'm not saying it couldn't take that long in 2003. I'm just saying the movie should have acknowledged that. All right. So now they're in the see through part of the inner earth. We can tell by the far away shots of their ship. Um, and they realize that if they want to eject all of the bombs the way they plan to, one of them is going to have to go outside. <laughs> into the 9,000 degree heat. Yep. That is several thousand degrees hotter than like ground zero at the Hiroshima bomb, by the way, that, for just for comparison. It's like almost the surface of the sun. Like, yes. It's, it's, yes. it's like a thousand degrees over the surface of the sun. And their, their and suits... Their suits allegedly can handle 4,500 degrees, which Well, yeah, he's insane. just got suits handle that. He's like, well, about half that. All right. <laughs> right. Can we do, just like, can we roll around inside of a geode? Do we have any geodes that we can <laughs> get inside of? No. Yeah, okay. because 
again, one of them has to go and sacrifice himself for this. But like, if the suit's going to fail and you're going to die, he's just going to die before he can do it. He would be adamant. He would be vaporized in that heat. That's yeah. not how 4,500 extra degrees works. <laughs> no. <laughs> it doesn't slow you down like a strong wind. It's not like, ow, ow, ow. Okay. Oh, that's... I got to get used to it. I got to go in a little bit leg at a time. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Shouldn't have that air conditioning up so high. <laughs> All right, but they have to draw straws to see who has to go out in the 9,000 degree heat. <laughs> but, yep. but Delroy Lindo, he tricks him, right? He's He folds his in half so that he can be the dead one. He's like, guys... I'm the black guy. I mean, I don't think any of us has any illusions about me surviving through this movie. You have a love interest. You're the asshole. So you'll probably live through it. I'm the black guy. You know, I'm going to die. And they're, and they're like, no, Delroy Lindo, don't pay the check. I would like to <laughs> Yeah, right, right. It's like Heath's birthday. <laughs> Heath got himself buying everyone dinner for his birthday. That was fun. <laughs> Two nights in a row. Cool. All right, so now you've brought the mood down. All right, so now Delroy Lindo has to go die. No, it's a somber scene, so we had a somber thing going on here. Um, he has a quick moment with Hillary Swank and a quick moment with Aaron Eckhart. You just do think he's not going to have a moment with Stanley Tucci because they don't like each other, but they do have a moment. Uh, Stanley Tucci was like, okay, I will act in one scene of this movie. One. <laughs> I want. I wanted him to turn to him and just like black. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> All right. So they open up the hatch. He walks out into the nine thousand degree heat. He's taking it well. He doesn't combust or anything. Um, but the suit is melting. It gets so hot that his glasses break. You know how glasses <laughs> glass cracks at a high <laughs> heat. <laughs> yeah but he goes outside and he hits the button that he has to twist the thing and now they can do the thing or whatever and again like the, it, it, like I know that in real life if he went out in 9000 degree heat they wouldn't be able to save him but in this movie he like he's out there for long enough that one of them could go out and get him or he could have got back in but no they're like no leave it sealed this is oh, now a murder spree it's like, Will. first of all, she's super willing to kill him. He's like, actually, I think I can make it. And she's like, oh, I already touched the button. Look at that. <laughs> oh, too late. The movie can't end until most of you are dead. I want out. <laughs> right. But this is where Aaron Eckhart's like, no, like, stop. I will kill him. I will press the button. Now, now we're tied at killing people. <laughs> do, you, do you feel better? And she's like, I, I mean, actually do. We're tied at Technically, it's like magma one, you one, me one. So if Stanley uh, Tucci kills some magna, I think we're all, <laughs> it's all, all even. Killed an average amount of people. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So now they've got to move the bombs into position. And we learn that Stanley Tucci's character is a bitch to move furniture with. Oh, he's me. He is 100% me. He's what everyone imagines me being and exactly what I am. <laughs> ow, ow, ow. Okay, stop, stop. Put it down, put it down, put it down. Yes. Okay, <laughs> do you have anyone else who can help you move? <laughs> <laughs> All right, but as they're doing that, 
Admiral Bad Guy gets the call to fire up Destiny, right? But just that moment, the hacker kid hacks Hackley. <laughs> He's like, Project Destiny dot net. Yes, it was the dot net. <laughs> Hack you motherfuckers. So uh, I might sign up for Green Chef while I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> also, there's this the, my favorite like nonsense speak is in this scene because they're rushing to get the nukes in place and she goes drop in three five seconds. And I just wanted one of them to be like, do you mean thirty five? <laughs> is that is that what you mean? Say numbers normally. It's kind of important. I also love that the way he hacks into Destiny, by the way, is to reroute all the power from their super secret Alaska facility to Coney Island from Alaska. <laughs> and earlier in the movie, they described this as they would need to, like, get all the power from the entire half of the United States and divert it to the Destiny project. So mm -hmm. he just shot all the power from half the U.S. into Coney Island. So Brooklyn just blew up. Brooklyn hey, you and would most think. of New York City is gone now. Oh, see, what I was picturing is like a, a Ferris wheel just going super fast. Like a <laughs> 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 fucking fidget spinner. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? Oh, dude, I went on the fucking cyclone today. It was amazing, bro. Amazing. <laughs> the gravity was so much faster. All right, so they drop the second nuke and they drop the third, and now Stanley Tucci and Aaron Eckhart have to get the last one ready. But at that moment, the ship gets hit by an energy flare. What? Yes. <laughs> so she only has three minutes before she can eject the compartment. And we have this ridiculous moment where, like, the... Aaron Eckhart is being pinned by the bomb and Stanley Tucci is like, okay, I'm going to leave you. Okay. And then the ship shifts and now Stanley Tucci is pinned by the very same bomb. And it's Aaron like Eckhart a comedy. has to Yes. <laughs> it's, yes. It's wabbit season. He, it, honestly, <laughs> Stanley Tucci might as well turn to camera and be like, wow, well, what a mess this is. It's so bad. It's just, I'm stuck. You have to leave me here. Do it. Oh, seconds later. No, I am stuck. You have to leave me <laughs> yes. here. It's like it's the like two the, of them both wanted out of this movie or something. The, crest of a Shakespeare triangle, right, Eli? Right? <laughs> you get it. You get it. <laughs> so Aaron Eckhart leaves him, but right before he does, they realize they, they've, they're they off on their calculations. All the numbers that they yelled in this movie, they couldn't yell the right numbers there. They need to find a way to increase the power from the last nuclear bomb. <laughs> so, so Stanley Tucci's like, dude, he, this is his like dying moment. He's like, yeah. dude, use the use the fuel rods from the our ship that powers our ship. Use the fuel rods to make the nuclear bomb bigger, and then just tape a few rods to the side <laughs> yes. of the bomb. Use yes. duct. <laughs> Fuck, yeah, what did he right, say? Aaron Eckhart's going. Duct what? Duct use what? duct what? A, a, a duck? <laughs> Where am I gonna get a duck? And suddenly the bathroom flushes, and the duck in a spacesuit comes out. Sorry, I, I was just mourning my good friends. I've been in the movie the whole time. How's it going? I'm Dave the Duck. <laughs> Got seven little ducklings waiting at home for me. What? <laughs> what kind of insurance you working with? 
right. <laughs> ah. Don't say All right. it. Flat. So now he's got to pull the... Ra- okay, because you know how if you put radioactive material near a nuclear bomb, that totally counts, right? Like, yep. like, it, it's like a dirty bomb. They're going to give the Earth's core lymphoma. That's the plan now. So he has to go get the the fuel rods. Now, at first, he thinks he can just put a chain through them and pull the rods out, but the chain melts, doesn't change colors when it does, which is interesting. But then he's like, ah, well, if the chain doesn't work, I will just use my hands. Because, you know, he's wearing gloves. (laughs) And he's like, owie, hot. (laughs) I need some, does who has a spatula or tongs? (laughs) I'm by myself. Who has a fork and a piece of plutonium so I can demonstrate to myself <laughs> yeah, how right. stupid that fucking was. And again, this movie, this movie is so bad at explaining the stakes that like we can explain it to you like, oh, he's trying to get the rods over to the bum. But this movie never tells you like, oh, he's going to have to do this and nope. then shows you a shot of it. And you just see him being like, ha, ha, ooh, ooh, ooh. And you're like, dude, you got to wait for the crescent roll to cool down. <laughs> <laughs> you got to relax. That's not I've true. I've been there. I've done that. That's not true. Bad example from Eli. This is why you're not having good crescent rolls. See? You gotta wait. So, <laughs> you're just eating the dough. Same thing. So now, one of the things that they don't really explain to us is that when you take out the fuel rods, then now they're not going to have enough power to get home. So he has to go back and, and tell Hillary Swank all the bad news about them not having enough power to go home. And then they don't fuck, which is weird. They so don't fuck. It's amazing. You see both <laughs> actors realize that people would fuck right now. <laughs> yes. Oh. And Hillary Swank like does the tiny no shake head. And he's like, ah. <laughs> so you want to, what would us do now? So we should firm shake our heads, right? Let's both just <laughs> firmly shake, shake our, our heads. heads. I'll tell you what I don't want to do. I'm going to go jerk off. <laughs> Will you watch? <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to. I'm going to go you right back to. into Please comedy let... immediately as soon I'm as I get back up. I'm going right to do stand away. up right away when I get back up to the crust of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> so she's like, all right, well, let's see. How much time do we have? It's like three minutes till the next bomb, 12 minutes until the whole thing's done. And then we all get killed by the wave of magma, right? Yeah. Or liquid nickel and iron, whatever the fuck we're in. And he's like, 12 minutes. Okay, so we should... Can we fucking, like, seven minutes? I mean... (laughs) I don't want to get done early. Call it eight? Because it'll be awkward if I'm like, oh, that was amazing. Okay, now we have four minutes left. Uh, (laughs) Do you want to, like, DJ for a little bit over here? I can do some sit-ups if that's Is that, like, a short version of Stairway to Heaven? Because normally, I thought... Okay, but just then, Aaron has an idea. He's like, "Hey, what if I, what if I string together a bunch of science words? You know how the obtainium can convert heat to energy? Sure, no. why not, man? We were super clear about what this thing can and can't do. Shut up, Hillary. The movie's almost <laughs> over. <laughs> Have any ideas to save us? Yeah, lower stuff into my field of vision. Unobtainium. Yes, <laughs> that'll do it. Thank you. It turns out this ship is just like a giant solar cell, and we just didn't mention that until now. Seems Feels weird, weird that, that we, we brought would... fuel yeah, at all exactly. if we knew that. <laughs> Where, what are we being dropped into? Oh, the thing we could use for fuel? Oh, mm, weird. I'll consider it. 
How high are we being dropped from? 40 feet? Not going to do it. Unless you could hook us up to <laughs> okay. 80 feet. Do we have any fuel. clean coal that we could use? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then we cut back to Stanley Tucci. He's waiting for the bomb to explode. Just desperate for this movie to be over. <laughs> and he's he's doing another monologue <laughs> into his recording device. Like, mm-hmm. And now I will soon blow up. So I guess check out patreon.com <laughs> slash Tooch Magooch. That's weird. So then we get a Tucci explosion. Tooch girls, one cup. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. When I think about you, I tooch myself. And by the way, the explosion effects for Inside the Earth are fucking nonsense. Oh, they're the best. It is you can see the argument that took place. All right. What does an explosion look like? Don't do it. Don't do your hands. Don't. If you move your hands, I'm going to punch you right in your goddamn throat. Are you just making a, you're just making a noise. Okay. Didn't think I'd say this. The hands were better. All right, but their plan worked oh. here. Earth's core is spinning once again. We cut back to mission control and they all clap. Yeah, and they're like, they yell a bunch of stuff like, oh, it worked. The core is spinning again. We've got full rotation. But one guy, one extra was like, turning. <laughs> <laughs> and they kept it. It was the best. All right. So meanwhile, Aaron and Hillary are hitting pipes with wrenches as fast as they can. They, it's amazing. <laughs> it's like when you give a little kid like one of those Fisher Price tool sets, yes. and he goes over, and you're like, "What are you doing, buddy?" And he's like, "I'm making the spaceship powered by magma." And you're like, "Yeah, hey, you are. Yep, sure are. You, you sure want some are. help smashing the wires into the wall with your hammer? <laughs> That's literally cool. what they do." And he's like, "Yep. If we just plug because- the ship into itself, the heat." Becomes electricity because we At want the exact it to. voltage that we need. It's going to be great. <laughs> That's literally how they do it. They plug the wires into the wall. You see, because the obtainium can convert heat. But to when you say plug, it's smash next. Yes, to it. it's yes, just right. boom. There, it's, it's near. <laughs> All right, yeah, but they get the ship moving right before the explosion gets there. They have to explosion surf their way out. I'm thinking to myself, wow, I sure hope there's no diamonds on the way back out of the earth, huh? (laughs) (sighs) Also, back up top, we're getting worldwide earthquakes. That's the earth healing itself. Nothing to worry about. It's just like when you use alternative medicine. I feel like this movie (laughs) is ignoring how many people a giant earthquake would kill. A worldwide earthquake, yeah. Yeah, a lot of places aren't really prepared for that, but okay. Yeah, so they have to ride out the lava flows. We cut now to 16 hours later. We're supposed to believe that after having been awake now for whatever, (laughs) 34 hours, she just spent 16 hours like hauling ass through tubes, cutting right, cutting left. I wanted them to still be yelling, but like all tired, like, ah, and then 16 hours later, ah, ah, it's been a while. Uh, I'm still going. Uh. Honestly, it's kind of petty that they cut that. It's like, all right, add 16 hours to this movie. Just like how, how much you really need to save this a lot there. Just show us the fucking thing at this point. 
Come on. And by the way, again, the, the suspense they're giving is, can she drive the ship drivey enough? We can't see what's happening. They're in the earth. Right. Well, I mean, the magma sharks are like pointing her in the right direction. <laughs> like they made friends with them earlier. Right. Didn't they? And just as they almost get to the, she's going to go through two tectonic plates, but they close the tectonic <laughs> plates close right in front of those, her. Those things move uh, a centimeter a year or two. <laughs> it's, it's pretty quick. But they're like flying back and forth like contra video pretty- game, like round, round, round. <laughs> little little sign flips to closed on the front of the tectonic plates. Yes. Oh, oh, damn it, man. Oh, you guys are still in there. It's thwomp plates again. It was like the diamonds. No, but the computer nerd like types in hack diamonds and a good guy diamond wedges itself between the plates and holds it open. And Thomas Crown Affairs briefcase. <laughs> they slide through. Yeah, but so, okay, but uh, their command center loses contact with them. But four hours later, they're farted four out. Four hours later. Four hours. We cut now. We've cut from sixteen. Now we're going to cut to four hours later. They're farted out by an underwater geyser. Just them, no lava. You know, it was a selective <laughs> volcano. It was really like a sphincter of the earth, kind of. <laughs> it was a. It retro- knows its solids from its liquids. It's a retrograde <laughs> eruption. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and. Now we're going to die, which is amazing, right? Because they just did the we're going to die scene. Yeah. And you can see both actors being like, I'm so sorry. Is this a second take of that? No, this is. Sorry, you're telling me that this is. You know, I already have an Oscar, right? I have an Oscar and now I'm here. And this is the the second we're going to die scene. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. I'm going to sing happy birthday to a Chechenian war criminal, just so you know. Okay. (laughs) She did do that. She sang happy birthday. I'm going to have more fun dying on the side of a stool with a neck blow. (laughs) So, all right. And then sometime later, because they're like, oh, you know, we don't have any energy now because we're not in the lava and there's no heat anywhere else. And so now we're just going to have to sit at the bottom of the ocean and die. And then we cut to an aircraft carrier where they've taken nerd kid with them, apparently, to go look for these people. Right. Because he was a major character. But he's. In jail for sabotaging the army, is he not? One would think. Well, they don't know because remember, because they he, don't know. He He's a rap over scallion. To Pong when they came over, yeah. So, but this is where they're like, okay, they they can't communicate with him. They don't have enough radio power, but they do have enough power to flirt with the whales. And the kid figures it out. So now the whales will point them to where the ship is. Because they get a phone call on the ship. He's like, who's on the phone? He's like, oh, it's it's the whales. They want you to know. <laughs> Wait, is that what they said? You're not doing a thing where you're like trying to create drama, right? They said, say it back to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, then just be like. Yes. <laughs> yes. So they figure <laughs> out the whales must be point. Like, you know, they might as well just look over the fucking side of the aircraft carrier and say what's that Shamu? Timmy's down a well? But they they follow the fucking whales and then that allows them to pull Aaron Eckhart and Hillary Swank to safety. <laughs> I, want, I want it so bad for them to open up their stupid fucking ship and they both got killed from getting dragged up all of a sudden. They just like yeah, smashed oh, at the bottom wait. of the thing. The Benz. Shit. Shit. Did not think of that. <laughs> hmm. Okay, well, 
Purple hearts all around. (laughs) Yeah, so they have a little pillow talk on the way up and they're like, hey, you know what pisses me off? This was a really awesome movie and no one will know about it because it's not very good marketing wise. We should end the movie with nerd kid telling everyone in the world about our secret mission because then he will have served some kind of function in the script. Uh, Well, he is wearing a hat when he goes into that Internet cafe, so no one will ever know that Punch and Judy doll was the one that (laughs) hacked the entire Internet. Also, they they fucking mentioned deep dish pizza here. Oh like, right, right, God yeah. Fucking That's the damn first it. thing he wants when he gets first back thing up. I want to get. I'm gonna get some deep dish. Fuck you. Fuck this movie. Like it's not even. It's not even funny at this point. It's just like sad <laughs> and obnoxious <laughs> that we're even discussing. It's like fucking climate change deniers. Fuck all of you. <laughs> you know what? Just one disaster movie. I want a realistic moment where it's like, what are you gonna do when you get back to the surface? Cheat on my wife like a bunch because <laughs> I'm the guy who saved the world. So I'm literally going to walk up to everyone I see and be like, hey, you'd be dead if it wasn't for me. Put a finger in it. Come on. <laughs> Come on. You know the rules. Now, too. So, yeah. So they but they send the kid off with a, 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 a sheaf of secret documents. You can tell because it says secret documents on the front and a hot <laughs> pocket. And he's off to tell the world all about their secret mission. And, of course, since there's now a claim of it on the Internet, everyone knows it's true. Oh, when they first announced that plan, like right before they get out of their thing, they're like, all right, we're going to expose the U.S. government, right? We're going to do it. I wanted them to just drop right back into the water and be like, oh, <laughs> hot mics is hot mics. <laughs> oh, this shit. is on us. Do you want to have sex now? <laughs> <laughs> What if I killed a bunch of my own people with sarin gas? So, yeah, all right. That's your thing. All right. So, then, <laughs> All right. And then we pan out. He's told the world the truth now. And we pan out with a picture of Earth. It's spinning. See? Spinning. It's fine now. The world is fine. It's fine. <laughs> so I guess the only real question left to ask as we close this one off is, which was worse the script or the wig? Ooh, oh, I've got to go with script. Scripts. Yep. All right. We're agreed. The- also, <laughs> one other quick, uh, 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 just like maybe a favor to ask of you guys. Could next month's movie theme for the bonus episode be really short movies? Yeah. Like <laughs> Sharknado? A bad movie that's really short. Pizza commercials. 80. 80- <laughs> <laughs> They're mostly secular. It should be easy to find a good one. All right. So with commercials to look forward to, we're going to bring bonus episode number 29 to a merciful close. Once again, a huge thanks to all of you for helping make the show go. If you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can email godawfulmovies at gmail.com. Legal services for this podcast are provided by the law offices of P. Andrew Torres. Tim Robertson takes care of our social media. Our theme song was written and performed by Rice Letnick of Evil Drafts on Mars. And all other music was written and performed by our audio engineer, Morgan Clark. If you like what you hear, hear more by following the link on the show notes for this episode. Thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this month. For Heath Enright and Eli Bosnick, I'm no illusions promise to work hard to earn another chunk next month until then we'll leave you with a breakfast club close Aaron Eckhart and Hillary Swank shared a deep dish pizza but it was way too doughy and they ended up all bloated and sick <laughs> they still fucked but it was kind of gross and they never saw each other again there you go Aaron Eckhart 
went on to get really pissed off when people didn't recognize him at the 7-Eleven. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash stand by me. <laughs> <laughs> slash I love Tucci. Slash Tooched by an angel. <laughs> Well, I sure hope you enjoyed our bonus episode on the core. Remember, if you'd like a bonus episode like this every single month, along with the other 29 bonus episodes we've already recorded, just check out patreon.com slash godawful. Now, if you'll excuse me, I've got visions of sugar plums dancing in my head, and I think it's because I smoked some mistletoe. The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC. Copyright 2018. All rights reserved.